you can't fix. If you can't fix what's broken, you'll, uh, you'll go instead. It's Jay and Adam. It's Previewed. It's Previewed's Fix It with Adam and Jay. Hey, peaches! Welcome to Fix It, where friends don't let friends fix pop culture alone. I'm Adam. And I'm Jay. And you're... Our listeners. Well, hey there, listeners. Ho there, listeners. Snap hiss, listeners. Snap hiss. Well, I don't. Is that is that what that's you... the name of the? Well, I mean that's the that's the name of the sound effect. The snap the hiss. Snap. It's in all the EU books when a lightsaber is ignited, they are, they use snap hiss because it's a step. That does not indicate a lightsaber to me. Do a lightsaber. A... Do a lightsaber ignition. <laughs> No, here's the thing. Ignition. Not not when it's on. No, there's no okay. I understand I understand conceptually that it is a very difficult sound to describe it is. in a book. Sure. But if I'm reading and I see snap hiss for a lightsaber. Ah, we're snap hiss. <laughs> no, like snap hiss means be like, oh man, are we about to fight like a West Side story gang of snakes? Like uh, that doesn't that doesn't, but also that just to me does not indicate like the coolness of a lightsaber sound. That's true. I, I mean, anyways, welcome to Fix It. Uh, I'm Jay, and that's Adam. Uh, you may know us uh, from the wildly popular, the fully operational uh, YouTube. Uh, reaction channel previewed where Adam and I react, review, and riff to all sorts of uh, nerd culture. Uh, we're uh, currently working our way through uh, the Secret Invasion right now and getting ready to go through uh, The Witcher for Patreon, which yes, should be very, Witcher very started fun. dropped today, and we'll get to that sometime next week. We, we're, we're hustling, baby! We're moving to Grooving! Moving to Grooving! Um, but uh, this is our show, Fix It, where every week Adam and I take a piece of pop culture that maybe missed the mark, maybe didn't quite get there, maybe he didn't have the quite enough midichlorians oh man to uh to get there and we fix it and uh this week uh it is our 50th episode of fix 50 it 50 episodes we have done 50 of these we didn't miss a week we didn't miss a week <laughs> we had an episode out every week for 50 weeks. <laughs> Jay. That's crazy. That's, that's almost, crazy. We didn't miss a week for an entire year. Yes. And we still have some backlog episodes. We do. Mostly because I tried to get sneak one in this week. <laughs> but I was like, ah, it's our 50th episode. I nay, can't. Nay. No, no. I can't. Mm. I got a kid at home. I'm mm-hmm. trying my best. You know, that's one thing that frustrated me about last week's episode. I, As much as I appreciated the bit that we didn't mention the kid, it bothered me that we didn't. I was walking oh. home and I was like, it's like it's a big deal in my life that I have a kid. Why would I was like I appreciate the bit, but but that's not the bit. We commit to the bit, and the first bit back was nothing crazy happened last <laughs> month, and now we're past that bit, and now we can go full okay. bit. I wasn't on sure child. if we were gonna contain like continue we, no, that bit. No, because I kind of felt bad. I was like, I just wanted to talk about how cool my baby is. I know. I got cool baby. You, uh, He's, got, he wears sunglasses and does kickflips. Does he really? Yeah, man. He's wow. cool as hell. That's awesome. He's like, yeah, man. That's radical. Yeah, he's like DJ Scat Cat. He's the coolest. So he's already walking. Yeah, man. And dancing two, and, and two dan- step forward, dancing and with one step back. Abdul. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Uh, <laughs> so, oh, wait, we, we, we lost the sauce again. So, for our fiftieth episode, thank you for thank you for being along with our ride for fifty episodes. We are fixing our first 
Star Wars movie. Mainline Star Wars movie. Mainline Star Wars movie. We are fixing Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace. <sighs> now, we will get to the sequels. You're like, well, guys, what about the sequels? Those need, those need fixing way more than the prequels. And you are correct. But we have a special plan we're for the still, sequels. We're still navigating the situation where Adam can talk about the sequels in a way that doesn't have him just yelling at the audience. You know, the beginning, the opening scene of Secret Invasion or that episode of Always Sunny with Charlie in front of this conspiracy board? Yeah. That would be, I would wheel that out and this is like, guys, no, you don't understand. It's all a conspiracy. This is, ah, they're just trying to destroy Luke Skywalker. Hi, and I'm here to take the edge off. (laughs) What's up, everybody? So we're working through it. We're We're still working through it. Uh. Yeah, I feel like fixing fixing the 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 uh, sequels uh, is like if we were to go bowling. Like you're like trying to bowl a three hundred, and I'm like over here like we got bumpers. <laughs> <laughs> we're having fun. Uh, we're fixing Star Wars Episode One. Um, it's it is the movie in my that actually for a long time mm-hmm. uh, made me fall out of love with Star Wars. Oh, um, okay, because I. The long or the short of it, this movie has a lot of issues. Yes, it does. Do you know what my biggest issue with this movie is? It's kind of dorky. It's kind of a dorky movie. I think... I uh, felt like a dork watching it as a kid. And I, bu- I will tell you why that is. George Lucas, when he was crafting the, the prequels, one, he, of course, didn't have anyone telling him no. But two, he had a, a false mindset that Star Wars, at its core, is for kids. And that... Is I not mean, true. Freddie Prince Jr. is going to have words with you, my friend. Have, you, have you seen that interview? Yes, yeah. I have. I, I, I he's he's also wrong. I Star Wars. Wait, Star I, Wars. The man has shook Dave Filoni's hand. I, I, I know. don't think he can be wrong. I'm not but sure. But he is. In this case, he is wrong. Star Wars should be for everyone. That something that kids can watch. Yes, it should be for everyone, which includes kids. Yes, the the original trilogy. Would you say the original trilogy was for kids? It was kid-friendly. Kids could watch it. Yeah. And not maybe not be scarred by it, but it was handled in a in a much with a more deft hand. And I was like, "No, no, we're taking this seriously." Yeah. Episode 1 was not serious. You can there are multiple points in the movie it's like that this scene specific these characters, all of this is specifically for kids under 10. It's, yeah. And the vast majority of the of, voice acting is kind of racist. <laughs> yes. But the vast majority of your audience is an adult yeah. or, you know, older teenagers that grew up with this in the 80s. And, like, yes, hooking the next generation, absolutely. But, like, you can do that by still taking the content seriously. That's and true. And he truly, they truly didn't. And it ruined lots of people's lives. I just, yeah, I, I was like a dyed-in-the-cloth Star Wars fan reading the novels, getting all the, my like still my favorite Star Wars books of all times are the expanded uh, ship catalog and the expanded planet catalog. Like those are the bet. like I would just read wow. those. I really thought r- he was going to say universe there. Writ for a large. No, he did not. What's up? The expanded universe. You did not say, you, did, you, you said... <laughs> he went straight to the ships and the planets. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, well, you would get aspects of the story from that, and then sure. I would p- pick what stories I wanted to read b- for what was interesting from those. Yeah. Um, but, 
Yeah, I was like so into it. And then I saw episode one and we were walking out. My mom worked her butt off to get us day one tickets. Oh, wow. Saw it the first day. It was a big deal. My mom was really proud. And she came with us and we saw it and we were walking out. And my mom was like, what do you think? And I was like, I was like, hey, I don't want to seem like I'm being like, I really appreciate you getting us tickets. But like, I didn't really like that. My mom was like, yeah, that was not very good. And I was like, yeah, I don't know if I like this anymore. And I was like, wow, that's really sad. Yep. That's really a bummer. My my, my moment was two weeks after uh, the Attack of the Clones. Oh. Because I, I didn't really like the first one. I was like, but okay, but okay, okay, it was just, it's, 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 okay, it's fine, you know, it's fine. Attack of the Clones comes out, gives you an Attack of the Clones, and two weeks after, I was an Attack of the Clones apologist. It's like, no, no, but this, but also this, but that was pretty cool, right? And then it just finally said it in like, yeah, this isn't good. Yeah, this isn't, yeah, this isn't good. Oh, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, beans. Ah, uh, beans. Ah, uh, beans. And that's why, because when, the, when the, then the Clone Wars cartoon comes out, Somewhere in and around, somewhere between there and like, um, I mean, Jenny Kartofsky's uh, Clone Wars cartoon right before episode three comes out. Maybe that some was, of the best Star Wars stuff I've ever made. Yes. Yeah. And then the movie comes out and it's like, wow, that wasn't, that wasn't good. Yeah. And I love Oof. how that's where we figure out where General Grievous is like, that's like, guys. <laughs> yep. That's where he, came, that's where his, his origin was. It's in cool the, watching Mace <laughs> Windu <laughs> crush him like that. But however... <laughs> You're not even going to mention it at all? <laughs> I know. You're going to let the Samurai Jack guy take a, make a big character choice? And you know, that, Jay, you know what that was a precursor of? Eventually, farther into the future, on Fortnite, is the announcement that Palpatine is back. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, they have not really nailed it a lot of times. No, they have Anyways. Anyways. We, we have a lot we, of Star Wars will, to talk about. We will get there. Uh, but before we uh, hop into Star Wars proper and like really get into fixing this bad boy, uh, this is, uh, we come to our, my, my favorite segment of the show because it's just, just about gibbing and gabbing. Um, you is know, that what we do here, Jay? I love to gib and gab. I, I'm, an, I'm a well-known gibber and or gabber. Oh, it's true. Depending yeah. on what mood you're in. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, we come to our, uh, our, our point of the show where uh, Adam and I kind of just check in with each other in a segment we call Roll. For convo, roll for convo. We take a twenty-sided die, which I actually have a physical twenty-sided die. Get off my beans about it. I had it on my phone for a while, and people would not give me would would uh, not. They uh, were living on your beans, man. They were living on my beans. Giving you the business. Excuse me, I have not leased and/or rented mine beans. See yourself away, trespassers. Never trespass on my legumes again. <laughs> Tis I, the Bean King. Um, you all right, die? Uh, our producer Brian. <laughs> nope, I'm just gonna keep 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 a ribbon and a rolling. All right, um, Gibbon and Gabbin. Yep, Gibbon, Gabbin, ribbon and rolling. You know what I'm saying? Our, our producer Brian has come up with 20 different conversation starters and for questions. real this time. And for real this time, not all the same question about Indiana Jones. I'm still mad about that. Um, and I'm going to roll this dice, and we're going to see what we have to talk about. And I rolled a 14. 14. What are your three Desert Island albums? Desert Island albums, like music albums? Yes. Assuming you have a machine in which to play the mine and have the power source to be able to run it. I mean, I can't. Yeah, I'll pick the ones that you can actually eat. (laughs) Yeah, if that's the case. 
or like what was the sharpest CD that I can <laughs> sure. I can I can, Fashion I can into be a the fix a, 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 an axe or a, a knife of some kind. <laughs> oh yeah, well ACDC back in black when they re-released it on CD, it, uh, it's the sharpest album they've ever come out with. Yeah, yeah, a lot of lawsuits, but uh, if you need to, if you need to, if you're trapped on an island, make man. a spear to catch a fish, you can do it. Um, okay. Three. Th- I know this one's gonna be very difficult for you, so I'm just gonna go first. Thanks, because they only made one Devil May Cry soundtrack. Devil May Five. <laughs> Devil May Cry Five soundtrack. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm. Okay. Um, for me personally, sure. Um, I think. Uh, first album for me personally, it is. Uh, 1997's uh, Ben Folds 5 Whatever Whatever I'm In That album is truly incredible Okay It 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 will get you there mm-hmm. um, It is not the best album of all time But for me personally If I'm trying to keep my own morale up On sure. a desert island Like that is like high school Like snapshot to a T mm-hmm. um, That's easy that's easy. You got highs, you got lows on that one. You can really kind of like, you can kind of meet all of, I can kind of meet all of my musical needs with that personally, just mm-hmm. from a morale perspective. Um, second album. Mm-hmm. The second album is uh, is the Beatles' Abbey Road. Okay. Just because that, that is my favorite Beatles album, and I would be hard-pressed to uh, not pick a not pick a Beatles album to have with me. Um, and then third album. Mm. You know what? I'm going to be, th- <laughs> this is a wild choice. Sure. This is a wild choice. Um, just because it will, I feel like it will keep, I- I'm going to need to be able to keep an upbeat nature mm-hmm. and keep, I'm keeping. <laughs> okay. So it's been full whatever, whatever I'm in. From 1997, mm-hmm. hopefully the remaster that has air on it, and then and then we have the full expanded uh, uh, Abbey Road mm-hmm. because the B side of Abbey Road I think is the best thing the Beatles has ever made. Okay, and I would love for people to fight me on that. Oh, the wow, only okay. other Beatles album I would consider would be Revolver, but that's about as far as it goes. I am taking for my third album because hit for hit, mm-hmm. this might be the best. Band of all time, the most prolific. They've had the most hits. I am taking a greatest hits album of ABBA. I am taking the ABBA's greatest hits. Wow. I am taking that on the island with me. You know why? Because you never get sick of it. It's true. Ever. ABBA's really good. Ever, ever, mm. ever. It's like the kind of thing where I'm going to be playing this over and over and over and over again. Yes. I'm playing that over and over and over again. Cool. I don't think this is. I don't. I'm not like necessarily like. I'm not gonna like pit fight my my picks against other people because I don't know if it's the strongest of lists. But I know that. Sure. I know these albums would keep me alive. That's nice. Yeah. What about you? You already named one of them. The Devil May Cry Five soundtrack. Are you serious? Absolutely. <laughs> Daddy needs music. <laughs> To dominate this island <laughs> and reap all of the resources. You actually picked it, okay? 
I was doing a bit. All right. You know, you nailed okay. it. <laughs> I was going to go chop down a tree. I was going to go kill all these boars. <laughs> bury the light. Yeah, hell yeah, man. I'm guys, killing boars to bury the guys, light. Let's do it. I have no idea the amount of times that I come over here and Adam is like getting set up in the studio. And I just see on his screen just like a YouTube video of Devil May Cry soundtrack just playing. Like, oh, what are you doing? Just, just level it up in here? Damn right. Yeah, man. Grinding. Mm-hmm. Grinding it out. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> just grinding XP, baby. Uh, Dave Matthews Band Crash. Uh, the, the, the full album. The full album. That's And that's the one that has... Uh, no, that is the one with uh, Two Step. Uh, I will give you the list right here. Oh uh, yeah, what's it's the, crash what's into the, me two step? Yeah, that's what I crash into me. Yeah, crash into me two step. No, you're, you're this space between is what the one you're just saying. Oh, I uh, did. Say goodbye too much. Uh, Forty one. So much to say. These are the ones that I really like. Um, Trip and Billy's. So there's the, those are like uh, the early Dave Matthews. Was like those. Yeah, those are really good. Does that have ants marching on it? No, that was the previous one. Ah, Under the table and dreaming. Bow, 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 bow. But I would much rather listen to Crash in the Mirror 2. Up in the or maybe like uh, like Dave and Tim at uh, Rock uh, at uh, at Radio City. Oh That's yeah, that's also okay. a good one too. Okay. Um, third album. Third album. Uh, Britney's greatest hits. Britney, dude. Spears. Yeah. Spears. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Those I mean, songs. Here they go. They, no, pop they sensation. Hit, but does she have enough hits? That's why I picked the greatest hits. I I know I know. Oh yes, she does. And there's something infectious. Up to her, those songs are just like, damn, man. Yeah, they're really catchy. They're really freaking catchy. Yeah, they're really catchy. Keep your spirits up. What's your favorite Britney Spears song? Crazy. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mine's Toxic. Toxic is really good. Toxic is really good. And that music uh, video will be, is ingrained uh, in my memory for the rest of my life. Threesome is good. Three, three? No, three. It's just called Three. But it's about a threesome. <laughs> okay. But but it's, it's very vague. But like, oh, uh, no, you're talking... I don't know uh, if that's on uh, the. I don't know that song. I don't know if that's on greatest hits. It is. It is. Yeah, it's. It, dude, you just it, double check, it, didn't it's, you? It's a bop. It's a bop. Yeah, there's okay. a lot. There's a lot. She's got a lot of bops. I don't know. I think my love for Britney finally just like kind of edged towards Katy Perry, and it's kind of living there right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I but I get you. There was. There, there I was, thought about Katy Perry there was for a, a hot sec. Yeah, she. There, or I Robin. A, oh, okay. I heard a Britney song recently, and just like kind of like out of just cause something somehow just in the background of something, it's like. Damn, man. Yeah. Yeah. Britney Spears. Yo, these songs bop. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! 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 It's a good song, man. She's free. <laughs> she is free. Good for Britney. Do yeah, but yeah, her behavior on social media is getting a little buck wild to oh, a point. Oh, is it? I like, don't even. I don't know. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. What have we done? Oh, no. <laughs> that's not this kind of, that's not the kind of show we're doing right now. That's not what we're doing here. So, <clears throat> surprise, I actually had a couple music choices. So, there Look you go. At you. Yeah, Look no, at you. Look Granted, you didn't yeah. call one of them. Do you listen like how often do you like cat like do you like listen to music? Uh, when I'm working out, that's or it. Or when I am doing a, when, do I, when I'm editing and I don't need to listen to our dialogue. Okay. Like so, making like thumbnails and stuff like that. We're just yeah. like just visual stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm listening to stuff. I have music on like all the time. I can't because I will listen. And anytime there's anytime there's lyrics, I can't write when there are lyrics because the words get jumbled in my head. Oh. Interesting. Because I'm trying to come up with my own words, and I'm hearing words, and I was like, ah, oh, but, but, oh, oh no, I know, yeah. whose words are whose? Uh-huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, the amount of time I'm writing something, and then all of a sudden I've written lyrics, like, that's not crap. What did I want to write? Delete, 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 delete. It's frustrating. Yeah. Um. Okay, so. 
Yeah, Star Wars: The Phantom Menace. Star Wars. Um, someone brought up, I can't remember who it was. Someone brought up a very good point in the uh, Discord, the Fix It movie watch along. Oh, yes. On the previous Discord. Yes. Um, we watched this movie along. And actually, uh, considering I forgot to post about it, a lot of people showed up. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> I, yeah. And people were like, Star Wars? Hell yeah. It's, it's Star Wars. Um, but uh, someone brought up a very interesting point about that I think actually makes that brings at least peace to my mind about the concept of midichlorians that gets brought up in this movie. Okay. And midichlorians being like the thing that controls the force in the body. Or the uh, the agent which allows people or to I th- have They the brought force. up the point that midichlorians are not what cause the force. Mm-hmm. They are biomarkers in a, in, a, uh, in a living organism that the force has moved through it. Okay. So they're, they are like, they are indicators, they're biological indicators that you can use the force, mm-hmm. but they are not necessarily the force. Sure. That makes... Uh, that makes sense to me. Like a, like a neutrino or something. Yeah, like, let's, some keep type it, of like let's keep yeah, it like, oh, a like... A particle. Or like, can you, like, can you see the amount of midichlorians in the body? Like, the amount of, like, the amount of force that this, that this, like, being can control is staggering. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not necessarily the thing that is the thing. Sure. But, like, we didn't, we don't need power scaling like that. I agree. Because they gave, like, well, he's got more midichlorians than Yoda. I'm like, that's, that's not okay. In your fix. Yes. Are you keeping, are you keeping, like, the prophecy? No. Neither am I. You know why? Because they don't really reference it after this movie that much at all. They really don't talk about it. Just in episode three. They really bring it up. Yes, I'm wanted to bring the balance of the blah, 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 blah. They mention it. They mention it once or twice in episode one, and then they mention it once or twice in the third one. And it's like, if this is, if there is a overarching prophecy about someone, like it should be, the, it should be the running, it should be the main vein of this entire franchise. And they barely talk about it. Well, here's, well, here lies the question, Jay. Would you want to first talk about the overarching problems of the whole trilogy that start from here? Or do you want to talk about the movie itself and how then how that branches into fundamental problems with this trilogy? You know, I don't know. Because I I broke it down before I did my fix of like, hey, here's what George was going for. And and this is what makes the prequels different than the sequels. The prequels, George had an had a good story at the core of it. Yes. He had a good story. It just, man, he told it the really execution poorly. Was it was just, poor. it was very bad. The sequels had no story. Yeah. No point of view. They had nothing they were trying to get the across. The execution was fun, though. But the execution was, man, they directed all the hell of it. It was like, it was great, man. They, they did. Some of those shots did, are Some of those awesome. shots are very amazing. Like, they did, it was very competently made. It was competently told. Just, it was a told, they I were didn't, telling a bad I didn't story. Not, I didn't, like, I didn't enjoy those movies, but I didn't feel, but again, I didn't feel like a dork for watching them. I was like, oh, they, this is important. Like, they're taking this seriously. Yeah. They don't know what the hell they're doing, Mm-mm. but they're taking it seriously. They're, they're, they're trying to offend me seriously. Yes. yes. That's what, yeah. Um, but this one, yeah, I felt like, oh, this is movie isn't for these are for kids. Beat, but I, but I want to be, but I want to be for here beat, too. The rise of the the rise of Darth Vader as a trilogy is mm-hmm. like very good. Like the, from like the beat of of the um, the dawn of the Empire yes. as we know it. These movies are pretty structurally sound. Sure, they just go about uh, they just go about it in such a way that it's 
if anything, like this movie's contains so much lore and so much information that it shouldn't be this confusing. You know what well, I'm saying? Let's start there then. He's trying to educate us about this world, but the more he tries to educate us, the more confused we yes. get. Because I hear, because once again, of course, Filoni has done a much better, masterful job of like, here's what George was trying to say. Yes. The, the, the story at the core of this is the, the Republic has been around so long that it has become corrupt. Yeah. And through a lot of people just being in power too long or dynastic families being in the Senate, Things have just bogged down. It's slowing down. There is definitely a higher class and lower class, and things are just too stagnant. There's corruption all over the place in politics, and the system is no longer working for a lot of beings in the yeah. galaxy. Which means that Sidious is just like, well, this is a great opportunity to just slide right in, fracture this whole thing, and take over. And he's right. It was a good opportunity, and he freaking nailed it. Yeah. But, like... How do you convey that complex idea of society's gotten kind of, the politics have gotten corrupt because the system's been in place for far too long and change doesn't happen fast enough and a Sith Lord taking over. Plus, all the, the Jedi being more police for the, uh, for the Senate instead of like, you know, people who do good for everyone. Like chaotic neutral, or no, uh, neutral good instead of like lawful good. Okay. Because they're they're more trapped in the well, we got to help the Senate out. Like, yeah, you sh- sure, but like at the same time, like, what about the people you're supposed to be serving? Yeah. The galaxy at large, you shouldn't be this close to the government. You can help the government when their cause is right, but like at the same time, like, basically, what I'm saying is, Dooku was right. Dooku was right. Yeah. And we didn't, because the the crawl starts and it's like, there's a blockade at Naboo. Yeah. What for who? Because of a trade negotiation. Yeah. When they were like, what? Yeah. yeah. What does that even mean? What does that even mean? The last thing started with uh, ships shooting at each other and a you know in an amazing battle sequence. You just there's a, a blockade of a planet we've never heard of yeah. by a force we've never heard of over. You can't describe what what a trade negotiations in the opening crawl. That's boring and dumb and slow. Yeah. That. You need a scene to do that, and you, you you didn't you didn't do that at all at any point in this movie. Explain what the problem with the Republic was, at all, at yeah. all. Where yeah. was the corruption? Well, if any, it also to me it's uh, and it's one thing I go into my fix is like the they're like man they like got rid of the Jedi and I'm like yeah but like they kind of needed to go. Like, it's the kind of thing where it's like the, and and that's one thing that I think like uh, Ahsoka and Filoni has really tried to like kind of ruminate on is that like, yeah, the old ways of the Jedi, like they, they had turned themselves into cops and that's not their, that's not what they're here to do. Like the Jedi are, they're, they're supposed to be monks, not cops. Nope. And, uh, they just be, instead of being a, a bot, like a, its own body that would like weigh in on things mm-hmm. and offer wisdom, they became a part of the institution in a way that completely like nullified them and basically just turned them into a, a bat. Yep. And they're a just big like glowing bat, a big glowing bat, uh, a snap the hiss snip. of a bat. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I, and I think that's the Phantom Menace to me, it gets away from what I really re- originate 
like what I really like about Star Wars and what it got to me in the first place. Um, I just like, and that's why like in our reaction to, uh, to Mando season two, like I just like everyone sees themselves in Luke. Yes. Like everyone loves Luke because they're like, yeah, like they, they, they know him and they understand him. Mm Mm-hmm. And you you feel like you have a personal relationship with these characters, and that's kind of what makes Star Wars land properly. Right. Like, Princess Leia is one of the most compelling... Everyone's like, oh, who's the best Disney princess? I was like, it's Leia. There's no... I was like, if Disney owns Star Wars now, it's Leia. She's one of the most compelling characters in in all of sci-fi. Yep. Like, you, you get to know and love these characters, and in these movies just don't bring you don't get you to a point where you feel like you're connected to anyone. Well, Luke was the hero of a thousand faces. Yeah. We are, and cause a Luke thousand was, percent. Because Luke was 18 when his journey starts. Yeah. Who do we have in the first movie? And granted, I mean, Red Letter Media made, became famous because of their uh, sequel or their prequel um, breakdowns, on uh, the Plinkett breakdowns. And yeah. they covered this, you know, way more better and better than we could ever. But, like, we have Anakin, who's eight, Obi-Wan, who's in his 20s, yeah, and Qui-Gon, but, like, none of those characters are like, wow, what's, you know, what's going on? I'm, I'm, I'm going on an adventure. Like, no, these are all characters that have been pretty much just, like, doing their thing, and now we we're catching up to them in their story. They're, none of their story starts, because even Anakin's story doesn't start until, like, episode two. Yeah. He's just kind of vestigial in this, and things happen around him, yeah. which are all dumb and stupid and could have been explained better if he was older, but that's later. But just like, why did he? If Anakin was older, this makes a lot more sense. Yeah, but he's eight because the kids needed an avatar in the movie. Yeah, as an eight-year-old, and it doesn't, and it makes him falling in love with Padme eventually like super weird, super weird. It's super weird. I don't think George Lucas knows how to write um, relationships. I don't think like he, relate like I think romantic he relationships before relationships. <laughs> True enough. George Lucas is a good idea. He man. knows how to. He knows how to create a story. Yes. He does not know how to write dialogue. He d- if this trilogy has proven anything, like it, is that my love for you, Jay, is like a river George, that's always no flowing. No one would have been mad at you if you brought in someone to write the dialogue. No, no one would have been mad. It's like, and no one would have been like, "Well, George is slipping. He didn't write that." I'm like, "You didn't write Empire, dude." I mean, like, <sighs> so let's talk about the movie itself. Okay. All right. So th- I wrote some notes down. I wrote a bunch of notes down as I, as I was going, right? But like the main thing is, at least at the beginning, right? The crawl's bad, doesn't explain anything. No. And this, the opening situation <laughs> is no. complicated and never really truly explained. No. And the Trade Federation have the most racist, racist voices. Like, it, it, to the point where Kimberly had never seen it. was her first watch through. And oh, watched really? It the other day. And she was watching Jar Jar, and she was like, are there, like... She was like, did he just make a minstrelsy joke, and I just missed it? Like, this feels really gross. And I was like, yeah, it's not awesome. Yeah, it's not awesome. It's not awesome. And she was like, yeah. She was like, it's not technically racist, but it's racist? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, it's not great. It doesn't hit, it doesn't hit good. No. Um, Palpatine... Here's the thing, And the other thing is that this movie requires you to have some knowledge of the original trilogy. Yes. Now, that's, and that's also a mistake. Sure. Because they have Palpatine showing up in that, in the first three minutes. 
mm-hmm. via hologram talking to the Trade Federation. Like, oh, that's Palpatine. Yeah. Because that, that, that is shorthand for, oh, there's Palpatine. Why are we seeing Palpatine so early? Oh, he's bad. Oh, so this is bad. Yeah. We don't understand what is going on here. But wait. But you, it's bad. Did you say steak? I did say steak. <laughs> a steak we don't understand, Jay. Yeah. Because we just don't get it. Yeah, we just don't fundamentally get it. We don't fundamentally get it. It's like, oh, we're killing Jedi. Oh, okay. Good luck with that, clearly. Yeah. Oh, Jedi use a cool power that we've never seen on screen before. Only once ever. Go, go, Jedi breath. Well, and to speed. Yeah. A, 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 a seminal power in the games. I mean, in, like in uh, especially the like Jedi Academy games, like yeah. you can just speed up and boop, 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 and then then that then that turned into in the more recent batch of games, like we can slow down time, which is just like oh, I'm just kind of speeding up, which is basically sure. the same thing. The, yeah. the, the Jedi being able to do things real fast. Yeah, they've only done it once, and of course, at the end of the movie, it's like, why didn't he just use the thing he did that set up and pay off? Yeah, but like, of course, everyone's like, it's almost as the force sometimes just becomes a catch-all. Almost as if. And people are like, well, it's got to be magic. Mick explaining it. I'm like, honestly, I mean, like at a certain point, though, the way we use it is kind of a deus ex machina of a lot of problems because uh, just because it's easy. Yep. gets frustrating to me. So there's a lot of stuff that's in the, just kind of given to us in the beginning of the movie that like, hey, you should know this stuff because of the original trilogy. Yeah. And I was like, maybe, no, you could have doled out this information better as if you were thinking that maybe no one's ever watched Star Wars before. Even though we know we have, we yeah. all—that's why we're here. But you could write the story in a way of like doing reveals. Yeah. And this movie didn't really give us. Re- Darth Maul is revealed in this movie in a hologram. Yeah. That's lame. Yeah. He's like the active big bad in this movie, and he's just like, and he's barely in it, and he's barely, and in he's it. barely and he's in like, the movie. I'm, I'm so mean. Er, in a hologram. Yeah. Come on, man. Because not menace. Yeah. And in a movie like this, we need to be able to connect with our heroes, but we also need to, like, there needs to be connection with our villains as well. Yes. Because, like, Darth Vader entered that doorway and entered all of our nightmares as children. Yes. Like, I still... Sometimes you spend too much time, like, looking at Darth Vader's helmet, looking at his holsties, and sure. he kind of looks dorky. Yeah, a little bit. You know, if you, like, really pay too... If you yeah. spend a enough time looking at it, you're like, ah, oh, it's kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. But, like... But, but. As, a, as a kid, it was like, I couldn't look at him. He was so scary. I was like, he was the scariest person. Like, just the breath. Yes. Like, freaks my bean. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I, I think the long and the short of it is that there's just... This is... These feel like histories... Rather than, like... Active stories? Yes. Yeah. They don't feel... I don't feel like I'm being... Uh, they're not... Uh, they're not legend. They're histories. And that's different. Like, I feel like it's just a lot of... It's a lot of uh, historical facts, like, of setting up circumstances in which things can happen. Mm-hmm. And it, it gets so lost in the sauce of, see, this is how this happened. Isn't that cool? Remember this guy? That's This is the beginning of how he gets to and that place. And it is interesting watching Palpatine rise to, like, rise to power. And I do appreciate that there are small, sure. subtle moves in all three of the movies where you can kind of see things going on in the background where it's like, oh, man, he made this look easy. Yeah, but that shouldn't... If, if we're just taking the story of what's going on, of the fall of the Republic and the rise of the yeah. Empire, just these three movies, things ain't 
shouldn't be subtle. Yeah. You should have written these movies as like not knowing that there's going to be an eight season animated uh, series yeah. backing you up. Yeah. To fill in all of the holes you left Dude, here. I didn't even know until this watch through that uh, Palpatine is from Naboo. Yeah. I didn't know that. That should have been an very inis- clear. That should have been, been very clear. Very and it should clear. also have been like an amazing reveal of like, yo, what? Nope. It just like he just shows up. He shows up in a hologram. Yes. Palpatine, the, the uh, uh, Sidious shows up in the, in the hologram. Uh-huh. And then like, what are we going to do? Oh, here's Senator Palpatine. Hey, dude. All it would have taken is Senator Palpatine from Naboo. Because, like, oh, it's not, yeah. it's just not clear. I mean, other people are like, oh, boo, boo, boo. Uh, I get it. I, I, Star Wars, we're going to get a lot of comments on this one, and that's all but well you and good. Can, you can, you can write things to be a little bit clearer. It's not lore dumpy. It's not like looking down at the audience. You're just making sure that everyone knows, like, this is what's going on. And if you have a really complex situation, you got to figure out a way to, like, kind of dumb it down a little bit that can still be complex but just like hey Anakin yeah. here's what's going on blah 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 I'm gonna be a thousand percent honest with you I and it, this is like kind of the thesis statement of my fix when sure. we finally get to it um I th- when we watch Obi-Wan mm-hmm. and Obi-Wan apologizes to Anakin it it's probably the hardest I've ever actually cried in an episode of of watching something. Yes, because it really meant something to me. Yeah. the majority of that of it meaning something to me was from extraneous Star Wars content, not from these movies. Yes, if if we were these movies should be a romance between Anakin and Padme and a bromance between Anakin and Obi Wan. Yeah, and. It's neither of those things. No. Well, episode two, not to jump ahead here to whenever we do episode two, but it starts off with Obi-Wan and Anakin in that elevator ride going up to Padme's talking about all those quacky, crazy adventures we I had. I want to see those adventures. <laughs> just spend the first act of them just doing rad stuff. That's fine. We are the best of friends because we did stuff. Like, this channel wouldn't Stop work if we just told me. you guys Stop we were best me. friends. Stop telling me you're best friends, guys. Stop telling me. Show me. Show me. To quote Eliza Doolittle, show me. Uh, Here's the other thing. This movie was not written with episode two in mind. No. No. It wasn't. No. It wasn't. Man, this movie doesn't. This movie feels like two and three feel connected. One feels like its own little romp. Yeah. And but c- because th- and this one really needed to be connected because when epi- two, episode two shows up, it's like this is the brand new start to the story because how did we get here yeah. from there? Who are all these yeah. new characters? They seem awfully important. Why didn't we know about them in the first movie? Because seemingly yeah. they were around during the events of the first movie, but we're like, this doesn't. Why can't anyone write a Star Wars trilogy yeah. all at once and have the story laid out? Why does I don't Qui- get it. Why does Qui-Gon exist other than just to die and be the impetus for Obi-Wan training Anakin? Yep. There's nothing about his personality in these movies that indicates to me that he really needs to exist. Nope. And it really bums me out because I really like Qui-Gon a lot. Qui-Gon's awesome. And I think there's, a, and we've learned a lot through through a, other extraneous Star Wars stuff. Thanks, Dave. How cool he is. Yes. But, and we got a little taste of it in the movies, but I was like. Only a little. But like, there should be, a, there should be a, dy- there's no dynamic between his and Obi-Wan's relationship. Have mm-hmm. you noticed that? 
Like, no, don't, because they're, no, because they're they gone. don't have a relationship. Act two, they're gone. Yeah, they just separate, and then he's just Qui Gon's just doing yeah. stuff, and uh, Obi Wan's on the ship, on the ship, like a punk. I understand he's the he's the Padawan. I I, I go into that as well, because there's so much like, right? I think I think we need okay. I think we need to transition to that fix. But before we get into that fix. Oh, that's right. We forgot a thing. We got just so caught up. Um, before we get into the fix, I think I think it's time for Brian to educate us about this film. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because you thought we forgot the other thing, but we forgot the one thing. We, and we're not going to forget the, the beautiful bean facts again. Things. Because Brian, Brian. Brian is getting very mad at us for getting <laughs> in that segment. Because we, once we get started talking about something. Once we start gibbing and gabbing. Once we start the <laughs> gibbing and or gabbing. <laughs> that's the t-shirt. Gibbing and or gabbing. <laughs> Heidi Hove, listeners. Uh, <laughs> what was it? What? Yep. Is Brian, you're coming to you, bud. Brian, why don't you tell us about episode one, The Phantom Menace, and roll that beautiful bean fun fact footage. Thank you, gentlemen, today for our kind of 50th episode. We're starting off our fixes of the Star Wars prequels with 1999's Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Written and directed by George Lucas, it stars Natalie Portman, Jake Lloyd, Liam Neeson, Ian McDiarmid, and of course... Ewan McGregor. It cost $115 million to make and made just over a billion dollars. There are so many fun bean facts about this movie, like there were a ton of breakthroughs in special effects, from Jar Jar to how they integrated models with CGI, but here are a few of my favorites. Michael Jackson expressed interest in playing Jar Jar Binks, but wanted to do it completely in prosthetics. As Jay mentioned, this movie has come under heavy criticism for reflecting racist stereotypes, including Jar Jar, Watto, Boss Nass, and Newt Gunray, among others. Originally, Samuel L. Jackson was slated to play Grando Calrissian, yes, Grando Calrissian, Lando's dad, but the character was cut and he stepped into Mace Windu. If you care, this movie has a 51% on Rotten Tomatoes and won a Razzie for Worst Supporting Actor for Jar Jar Binks. I was obsessed with this movie at 13, but I knew it wasn't great. I actually still have my original Phantom Menace movie ticket stub, and I collected everything, even the potato chip bags and Pepsi cans that had all the characters on them. Now, when I think back to this movie, I just remember the fun parts. And I totally agree with you, gentlemen. The Clone Wars and extraneous content help to give these movies more context, like Qui-Gon's point of view on the Force and why that's important, and then the main character's relationships. They are amazing band-aids for a movie that just can't get the job done. Anyway, back to you, gentlemen. Extensive. Yeah. That was a full holocron worth of knowledge yes, there, Yes, indeed, Jay. man. And, and how that holocron yeah, man. survived the purge, Who's I don't say? know. But... We have to go find a magic dagger so we can access it. I don't know what you're talking about, and if you mention it again, I'm killing you. <laughs> you can't, I'll defend myself with this magical <laughs> dagger I found. <laughs> ah, created by Lord MacGuffin, yes. Uh, yep, yep. Ah, Dark Lord <laughs> MacGuffin. <laughs> Who came to power yes. sometime after Endor? Yes, I guess. indeed. People would 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 uh, would make a pilgrimage to Lord MacGuffin and be asked to find small trinkets and or favors to bring to to before MacGuffin. Um. <laughs> uh, but before we get into fixes, also, 
I mean, because we could talk about Star Wars. We could talk about this movie all day long. We I really think we just, could. I think we we're, we just need to get into our fixes because I, I feel like we're going to continue talking about more of this as we go through them. But uh, yep. uh, before we get into that, what, uh, Adam, for those people who have not seen Star Wars Episode One. First of all, why are you still listening to this? Because Did any of that makes sense before? We've been talking <laughs> about this for a long time. Uh, in, our, in our segment we call Plot Drop, Adam, as quickly as possible, describe the plot of Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Oh, what's in the plot? It's the plot drop. All right. It's 20 years before the Republic falls. Woo! And there is a trade dispute over something. We don't quite know what. Between Woo! the Tread Federation and the planet of Naboo. Well, the senators, uh, the Senate decides to send two Jedi to go rectify the situation. Yes. And they so they go and do that. But unfortunately, the Trade Federation's working with Palpatine. Bum, bum, bum. And then he goes like, just kill him. And so the Trade Federation tries. They fail. The Jedi get to the planet. Run into Jar Jar. He meets the Gungans. They tell him, hey... Take this ship through the planet core, yeah. which is, you know, water. Whatever that means. Because water would exist at the heart of a planet. That's not how planets or physics work. Anyways, uh, eventually, with Jar Jar and Toe. It would be wild. Which, wild. It would just, it doesn't, I don't <laughs> know why they did that whole Gungan thing. That's just, it's just dumb. They go, they finally get to the, uh, I believe, the, like the Nubian capital and talk to the queen. Like, hey, we're here to help the situation. They tried to kill us. We need <clears> to get <throat> you out of here. So they grab Padme and all of her handmaidens and they get off the planet in a really lame Chase, not even a chase sequence. They just fly off and get shot at, but they survive. But the ship is damaged. They go to Tatooine. We got to get a part. We try to find a part, but what we find is Anakin. Hey, you're a slave. So is your mom. We got to get off the planet. We need a thing. Well, I pod race. What's that? It's got a really cool video game that a lot of kids in the 90s are going to love. So Anakin races. The game was real good. For about 15 to 20 minutes. The scene is actually decently long because I just skipped it when I watched it. What? It's lame. What? It doesn't move what? the plot forward. It's, so it's it's so dumb. cool, dude. It's the dumb. It's the dumb, dumb, dumb at all. It's it's lame. Are you about to look me in the face and tell me pod racing is not in your fix? I will slap you across the mouth if it's not in your fix. It is my fix. It is in your fix? Yes. Good, because it's, it's awesome. It's in the background, though. Yo, if we can remaster that pod racing game... Oh, get on that. I know people will like it. Yo. Um, so Anakin... I'm going to build my own <laughs> Anakin Potterates, he wins because he's force sensitive. And so uh, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan are able to get uh, Anakin freed from his slavery, but not his mom, which is Sayod. Oh, we learned about midichlorians, and that's stupid. So they go to Coruscant. They got to meet... The, they, uh, Padme's got to talk to the Senate about, like, hey, we're under attack. Help us. And like, and then the Jedi are like, hey, Anakin's a cool kid. Also, there's a Sith out there. He's bad. Also, this kid should be trained. And they're like, eh, don't worry about the Sith guy. We'll look for him, and we're not training the kid. Meanwhile, Padme's like, oh, we're under attack. And the Senate's like, are you... Uh, I don't know, bureaucracy. So she goes along with Palpatine's plan, who is a senator of Naboo, and is like, uh, call for a no no vote or no confidence vote on the chancellor. And so she does, even though she is not a senator and shouldn't be able to do that in this politic, body of politics. Yeah, but her cool outfits. (sighs) George Lucas dressing a girl up is very weird and awkward. Um, Anyway, so... The Senate's not going to help them. Palpatine's now got his route to power because Valorum's gone, and so he might like he might ascend. Even though wasn't Bail Organa also, or was it Bail Antilles? Bail somebody was nominated to be the Chancellor, and I wrote down it was I was uh, I thought it was Antil I thought it was uh, Bail Organa, which would have been interesting to have him just be around. Anyways, yeah. everyone heads back to Naboo because he no one's been. 
Because and no one's because no one's gonna help him. So the couple of Jedi take Padme back. She runs into the Gungans like we are all one people because we're all on the same planet. Help us take out the droids. And you're like sure. And so there's a four way battle at the end of this movie. It's the Gungans taking on the droid army in the field, which is dumb. It doesn't need to be happening. Uh, there's the pilots taking out the control ship in space. There's only one ship, apparently, and, and there was a blockade of a bunch earlier. I don't know where the other ships went. The uh, Jedi are fighting Darth Maul. Wizard! And uh, Padme is trying to take out the Viceroy in the palace. They all succeed in their things. Qui-Gon dies. Anakin blows up the ship. Uh, Obi-Wan kills. Kills? Squeaky. Squeaky, 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 squeaky. Uh, Maul. And uh, g- somehow Jar Jar survives, even though he is uh, the usefulest of idiots. And then uh, the the what was it the the Gungans get a glowing ball at the end, and yeah, because because why why not? And uh, Palpatine's like, oh, young Anakin, I'm really interested in seeing your career, as if he's never seen or knows about Anakin, which seems like he should know him because. Of things He's he says in episode say three. That, hey, I, I impregnated know. your mom. I'm not with the saying. Force. I know, man. That is also out of my face. Hard. Yes. I, I don't know the father. Oh boy. Oh yeah. boy. Episode one in no way connected to episode two. In no way connected. In I no mean, way connected. Eh, that was much faster. You did great. You did great. You've really gotten it in your head about taking forever while doing that. Yes. But sometimes you like those points. Yeah. Sometimes you describe haircuts in a way that, uh, or is, yeah. tell the full menu, <laughs> grain by grain, Jay. I don't need to know what. I don't need to know all the options. I know. I don't want all the specials. You I sure? Know I want to order. Lot of specials, Jay. <laughs> Bury the light deep <laughs> within. <laughs> all right. I, all right. I think we need to get into fixing this thing. I'm going first. Jay is going first. Okay. Fix it. Uh, the thesis. Jay. Fix it. Oh, look at that. Kind of look at that. Oh, that's yeah, good. Yeah. Um, okay. The thesis <laughs> statement for my fix yes. is um, I want these movies to be a. I want this to be an ep- an epic Shakespearean comedy. Oh. I want there. I want it to be a a love story mm-hmm. of both b- between like in traditional love story sense, but also like. Found family love story. Sure, like the the relationship between Obi Wan and Anakin, and all of that stuff. Yeah. So it's guy love between two guys. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Ego. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, we are. My movie opens on. Uh, it's still the Phantom Menace. I mean, I thought is that like an unwritten rule? I am rule? maintaining the yeah. Phantom Menace. Yeah, I thought it was an. Un- I yeah, think that, that is yeah. an unwritten rule that we. Yeah. Because Brian was like, the unwritten rule is in my head. I was like, he's about to say we have to keep Jar Jar, and I'm gonna absolutely punch him in the mouth. No, that's not. I mean, he was like, it has to be the Phantom Menace. So it is indeed the Phantom Menace, because um, that is also a baller title. <laughs> the Phantom Menace is good. It's not. It's not as bad. I thought it was a little wishy washy. I, I think it's fun. Uh, I just think it's fun to say. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, so my uh, m- my movie opens up mm-hmm. on a. It is going to be flipping back and forth. It is going to be like kind of an actiony montage, flipping back between two sequences. Okay. Uh, the first sequence, um, we see we get the opening crawl. Boom. Yep. Uh, describing uh, like what's what's been leading up to this trade federation is like invading Naboo. 
Like, and that's that is like the main issue at hand. Sure. The first shot is actually uh, one of the Trade Federation landing ships landing on Naboo. Oh, so you just so like getting we, to it. Like we we, op- we have the opening crawl. The the camera pans down right. to Naboo. Mm-hmm. We zoom in. Mm-hmm. We get this lush, amazing new planet we've never seen before yep. in yep. Star mm-hmm. Wars. That's awesome. Yep. Like all the cool castles. Narnia kind of looks like Dinotopia, but that's not neither here nor there. And so we get the the first shot, like like in the first Star Wars, is their landing is their big landing ship. <laughs> sure. And yeah. then we see the droid army yeah. land on Naboo. Mm-hmm. Um and basically this first like uh sequence is going to be the droid invasion of Naboo. But we're also gonna be we're gonna going to be seeing it mostly after like we get to this the droids landing and the droids deciding to attack. Mm-hmm. The majority of the perspective is going to be shown from Padme, who's on the ground in Naboo, fighting her way through droids with with uh, Naboo soldiers. Um, that I can just I'm picturing that in my head, dude. That is so much stronger. Yes. Holy crap. Yeah. Like it is Padme and all of her soldiers like fighting through droids through um, eventually like trying to get back to the palace. Yes. They're fighting their way back to the palace, like because they need because because they need to save uh, Queen Amidala. Yeah, they need to get out and of there, yeah. you know they're throwing that throwing Queen Amidala around, uh, like terminology wise. Sure. So we get to know like we're like who is Queen Amidala? Mm-hmm. And what is this? And who are you, Pat? Who, who are you? Like you're, you're like she's kind of like some like rebel leader. If it gives that kind of like more of the Star Wars vibe. Is she dressed in one of those crazy outfits or more of like a tactical queen esque outfit? I think it's like. For running and gunning. I kind of have, Padme is kind of almost, rather than just a handmaiden, is almost like chief of security. Whoa. For Queen Queen Amidala. Neat. She's like, kind of like, it's like a little, like giving her a lot more agency. Yes. And giving, and she can kick ass. Yes, she can. Um, And so they're moving their way through the city. Cut to this, these sequences are going to be mashed up Mm -hmm. with, with a, uh, a young boy waking up on Tatooine and he is like very much like a Ferris Bueller, like hitting his alarm, like, and he is moving his way through kind of the slums of Mos Espa and like helping, like helping. He is like kind of the neighborhood darling, but like is kind of a scamp and kind of a rascal about sure. it. And he's kind of like helping all of his neighbors and like maybe like stealing, stealing an apple or something. But like, you can kind of see that there are certain things about the way he moves about the world that like, it's very obvious he has the force. Okay. And he, I don't think he necessarily registers it, but like he's like kind of Jedi mind tricking like the, you know, the, the bullies on the street to be like, you know, leave a kid He doesn't alone. know he's doing it, but he doesn't he, totally he know thinks what he's, he's doing. rolling high in his persuasion skills, but really he's actually activating exactly his mind trick. He's making his way to work in the morning. Make his way. Um, and so, and these two, so we get these two sequences like back and forth. And then the kind of final scene of, of the Naboo side of this is that, uh, Padme, uh, they make their way to a safe house and, uh, R2-D2 is there. Okay. And they get, she gets a hologram message from R2-D2 of Queen Amidala saying like, we've lost the palace. Like we have to evacuate. I am, I am heading to Coruscant to make a plea to the Senate to stop the Trade Federation uh, the Trade Federation's invasion. They're like, this is this is wildly illegal. This is like against uh, like our contract with them. Um, and and it's galactic law. And yeah. and they and they're like, you need to base. She's like, you need to do your best to protect our citizens from this onslaught. Like, question. Yes. Are Padme and Queen Amidala two separate people? No, they look exactly the same. Oh, okay. They look exactly the same. 
Um, it's a it's a similar vibe. You'll see. Gotcha. It's right. it's I I her, her being a is body, that Kira Knightley. Her like? being a body double is it is Kira Knightley. It is that oh that, oh it is her being a body double is important. Oh yeah yeah to, yeah. This, to this okay to this story. Um. So Padme is like a total badass, but but realizes that like they have to like kind of lock down in Naboo a little bit. Sure. Um, and then Anakin makes his way to Watto's shop, uh, and we find out like people have been like, "Hey, like you did amazing in that pod race, blah blah blah." blah. And uh, he gets to Watto's shop, uh, and Watto informs uh, Anakin that uh, due to his success in the last pod race, mm-hmm. um, his slave contract has been bought by Jabba. And so we, the last shot of his sequence is him showing up to Jabba's palace and being like, oh, my new pod racer. Right? Because Jabba's in this movie. Yes. Oh. Jabba's in the movie. He's there. And Jabba's also, there. And that's what I was saying earlier. It makes it, it makes Jabba more important in the grand scheme of things. And it also like, if you're watching from episode one to episode three, when, when Greedo shows up and it's like, Jabba's looking for you. Like the audience goes, Oh, Oh yeah. Oh, Oh no. That guy's bad. <laughs> like we have a frame of reference. Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> so those are like, that's like, the, uh, my, job, o- th- that's like opening crawl. Yeah. Uh, we cut to Coruscant. Um, and we see, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi is being put through his final. Um, we're, we're leading up to. Uh, we're basically like in the lo- the Jedi locker room of sorts. Sure. And he is prepping to go in for his final knighthood test. trial. Yeah. His final trial. Mm-hmm. And like Qui Gon is there, um, and he's taking him through the paces. Um, and then uh, we eventually, uh, you know, there's a lot of inspirational things they talk about. And yada, sure. Yada, yada, yada. We and get some characterization of them and in their get, relationship. We get some characterizations of, and we see Obi-Wan who like kind of wants, he's kind of a little bit of a rebel when, as far as things go. And, and Qui-Gon is the one that's kind of like, kind of pulling him back being like, Hey, oh, Hey, like, okay. There, there's like, there is at there at the Jedi code is like here for a reason. Um, and we kind of we kind of set that dynamic because that push and pull was going to be very important mm-hmm. for the two of them. Uh, but then we uh, eventually uh, we see uh, a third person shows up, and uh, it's it is it's Count Dooku. Goddamn right it is. Uh, because he's and and Qui Gon's like Master Dooku, like what are you doing here? And he's like, well, he's like it's tradition that like he's like you're the Padawan of my Padawan. Padawan is going through the test. Like I have to be here. And so we set that dynamic. Yes. And, yes, you do. Uh, yes, you absolutely do. And it's, you know, it, and I still think Christopher Lee is perfect. It's like very, he's very smarmy. He's very, but I, I think he's very likable. He but, is very likable. very rigid. Sure. Um, and so, uh, we get a conversation between, we, we start the test and we get to see like cool Jedi stuff for a Jedi test. Yes. That's just fun to see. Yes, it like is. That we, we, I, and we also get like what, like the Jedi were like before everything goes yes! down, which so who doesn't want see that? It. Yes. But yes, we yes. get, we kind of see it from the perspective of Qui-Gon and Dooku. Mm-hmm. And so we get kind of a longer conversation between the two of them during this test. And Dooku's like, we've had this, this has been the test since master Yoda's taken this test. Like we, this, this, like, this, a lot of these things don't account for any of the actual realities of what we're dealing with as far as like Coruscant is, or the, 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 we're supposed to, he's like, we're now policing the, we're now policing the, uh, the galaxy and yada, yada, yada. So we bring a lot of that, like questions of the Jedi council and things Uh like that. And Qui-Gon's like, no, like he's very rigid to the rules. 
Um, but not in like a dorky way. In like a no, like there's a reason why we have these laws, yeah. and we're gonna yeah, we're gonna follow them. I'm sure because they, they came to them by you know trial and error. Um, so, um, Obi Wan passes his trial. Yeah, he does. Before he is officially knighted, though, he um, he is called into the Jedi Council chambers mm-hmm. with uh, with Qui Gon and Dooku follows along because mm-hmm. uh, he has rank; he can go. Yep. He's not. They're not thrilled he's there. Sure, but he can but be there. He, but he can be there. Yeah. Um, uh, and then we find out uh, once they enter there, uh, the senator from Naboo, Palpatine, enters the chambers and informs the Jedi Council of what's going on in Naboo. As this is a huge reveal of yeah. Palpatine walking into the room. Yes. Yes. Palpatine walks into the room and asks the Jedi for help. Uh, he was like, Princess uh, or, uh, Queen Amidala is on is en route mm-hmm. um, to Coruscant to make a plea before the Senate, but like I need to send. I need to send an envoy um, of jet. I need to send peacekeepers to Naboo in order to like make sure that, you know, things are going the way they're supposed to go. Sure. Um, and uh, we're setting up in this, that Qui-Gon at some point had helped the queen Amidala's father or something. And so sure, that sense. was, that was the Jedi she knew to ask for help. Sure. You know, yeah. like, much like how Leia just like she, Obi-Wan was the only Jedi she knew. Uh, and so, uh, Qui-Gon is en- enlisted to help, mm-hmm. um, and they stop Obi-Wan from getting his knighthood because he hasn't been officially knighted yet. Like, f- following the rules, he's not technically a Jedi Knight. He's a Padawan, and his master is called, so he has to go along. He is very upset about having to go along. He's like, I'm a Jedi Knight. Like, I just passed my test, and they're like, you haven't officially knighted yet. Like, your master has been summoned immediately. Like, we we, can, we, we will be able to fully make you a knight when you sure, are back. Yeah. But this is this is the law of the Jedi. This You you must adhere to the law of the Jedi. And Obi-Wan is so mad, furious, because he's just like, I don't, he's like, I would go on my own, but I don't understand, like, you're forcing me to go. I would choose to go. Yeah. But you're forcing me to go. Because, That's, of, yeah, because of a, uh, of a tradition. Just give me the just yeah, tell and me. Dooku, I, I, yeah, and Dooku is just like kind of just like nodding with him, like yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah this is this is kind of dumb. Yeah. yeah, this is you did it. This you, is, you did it, kid. You're great. Um, yeah, and and uh, count and what makes it, uh, Obi Wan even matter is that Dooku actually volunteers to go in his stead, so Obi Wan can be knighted. And they're like, that's not how this works. And they're like, Dooku, actually, we do need to speak with you after this meeting. Um. Uh, and then uh, I, I believe, uh, like Mace Windu says to him, like. When you're a full knight, you'll be able to uh, choose your own movements and uh, be master uh, of your own destiny uh, in adherence to the council, of course. Uh, you and and the Padawan that, that uh, you are free to choose, uh, uh, they, w- they will uh, in turn be forced to go wherever you go. This is the way, this is the way of the Jedi. Um, but the concept of the Padawan that you so choose is kind of the, the, key, yeah. the key aspect of that letter of law. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, go to Naboo, get mixed up and stuff. Uh, they eventually meet up with, uh, with Padme. Sure. Um, and, uh, they, they inevitably try to seek an audience with the Trade Federation in uh, true Akbar terms. It's a trap. They fight their way out of it. Sure. Great. I, I'm just, I'm now moving a little bit faster. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Knights, uh, uh, the Jedi Knights and along with Padme, uh, after that, fighting their way out of that trap, they are forced to retreat off of Nebu. Okay. Um, because they have been marked. Like, she was like, the, the, this is only going to hurt the people in Nebu. We need to go. 
uh, they make their way uh, off planet and having a meeting of figuring out what, like what they need to do. They realize that uh, the basically the long, long and short of it is like the leaders of the trade federation were never going to be physically on the planet of Naboo. That's why they have the robots. They're going to be on their main space station. Mm -hmm. Like we need to figure out a way to get on there. And Padme's like, well, I mean, there are ways to get on there, but like we're, they're not official channels that we have to go through. Like we're gonna have to like go through some back channels in order to get this done. Ooh, she was already like, giving her more characters uh, characterization. Oh, yeah. yeah, she has. She'll get she it has done. Connections. She has connect. Yes, she was like, I have. I could call in a favor with the huts. I will break some rules to make sure that you know the people. She's are like, safe. we're gonna need a different ship, and we're gonna need, and we're gonna need a uh, a uh, access code. Like, and I'm I have a favor with the huts, and I'm probably gonna have to call it in. That's so good. I know, isn't it? That's so um, good. So they make their way to, uh, they make their way to Jabba's palace, and um, uh, upon seeking an audience with Jabba, uh, Jabba, uh, Jabba, uh, qu- uh, during the conversation with with Jabba, there uh, Qui Gon kind of sticks. He, his negotiation tactics are a little old fashioned. They're a little like Jedi forward, and they're sure. And the whole time, like Qui Gon and or. Uh, uh, Obi Wan and Padme are kind of like, hey, like you know, just like this isn't how you do this. Like we, we're we're making a deal. We're not we're not we're not like commandeering right. the ship. Like we, mm-hmm. this is not how this works. We got to treat these people as people. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we got to get on their level. Um, and basically they get imprisoned. Um, oh, and no. so uh, through, um, they get in, they get imprisoned by Jabba, and Jabba's like, I'll figure out what to do with you. Like honestly, I'll make I will make more money ransoming you guys yeah. to whoever wants you than I will from this deal. Um, lo and behold, this slave who is put in charge of the jail cells is a young Anakin Skywalker. How old is Anakin? Anakin is played by Hayden Christensen. We have an older Anakin because he's the same age. I looked it up. He's the same age as Natalie Portman. Oh, is he really? He, the two of them are both 42 right now. Wow. Yes. Huh. I know. Huh. They're the exact same age. Wow. They're the, like, not exact, but you know what I'm saying. They're close enough. And so, um, huh. uh, wow. basically, Qui-Gon figures out pretty quickly that, that um, Anakin is Force-sensitive. So they're like 16, they're like 16-ish, somewhere around 16? Um, yes. Yeah. Which is perfectly, that's, yes. they're the Luke Skywalker age. Yeah. Yeah. Close enough to it. Um, and they're the perfect age for young star-crossed lovers. Yeah. Um, it, like, and Anakin, Anakin and Padme, like, obviously, like, do not get a, get along from the jump. Of course not. And uh, if anything, like, Qui-Gon is not so sure about him, but Obi-Wan is like, I like this kid. Like, this kid can get it done. Let's get it done, yeah. And <clears throat> so we... Uh, we get some sequ- we're we're going to do some jump sequences here again where uh Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon are kind of in this j- and the three of them are in this jail cell for a while and they're working out a relationship with Anakin who's in charge of their cells um and uh simultaneously we are getting uh Queen Amidala uh, uh, getting getting yeah. Coruscant um and dealing with Palpatine um and it's a very similar situation um, to uh, the vote of no, like setting up a vote of no confidence. Mm-hmm. But that's as far as we get. We don't yep. get to the actual vote. We get to the concept of this is what's going to have to happen. Gotcha. Um, gets to a point where um, they're like, but like the Senate, like in order to like call this to order, like it's going to take a, a little while for Palpatine to be able to set it up. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I will keep you safe until this happens. Um, 
we get to a point where uh, Anakin uh, steps in while because uh, Qui Gon is like trying to has set up another meeting with Jabba to like be like, oh, I have secrets or something. And Anakin steps in and is like, hey, um, uh, I like basically presents the uh, these gentlemen like have a certain number of credits on it and they would like to bet it on my pod racing race and. Uh, I think you should allow them to do that because mm-hmm. I'm probably going to win because I'm really, really good. Because I'm awesome. And Jabba's like, okay. And basically, uh, Obi-Wan steps out of character. And in order to... Um, uh, he steps out and it pisses off Qui-Gon because he's like, um, if you... I'll make you another bet. If if Anakin wins, if, if Anakin wins this pod race, mm-hmm. like we as the Jedi will owe you a favor, but you will have to let us go. And Qui-Gon's like, you don't speak, you don't don't speak for the Jedi like that. Like, that's not, that's not how this works. And Qui-Gon's like, we just need to get out of here. Like he's going to win this pod race. Cut to pod racing. Now, here's the dynamic between Padme and Anakin I'm setting up. Okay. Anakin, Anakin is like, he hasn't proved himself with Jabba really. He's won one race. Mm-hmm. Cause Jabba's like, he's my newest pod racer. Like he's paying his dues here. Yeah. Like he's not, I'm not going to let him race. And they're like, sure. we'll beat you'll beat your best racer. Sebulba, obviously. Of course. Cause that, that, that whole design yes. was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, they're getting set up, uh, for the race. Anakin doesn't because he doesn't have Watto's team anymore. He doesn't have a, like a he doesn't have a race like a shot caller. Sure. In like like on comms mm-hmm. like for NASCAR or whatever. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and it ter- comes to find out, uh, and and Padme was like, "Oh, I can shot call," and they're like, "What?" <laughs> they're like, "Excuse me." She's like, "The Queen really likes pod racing. How do you think we know Jabba in the first place?" <laughs> and she's like. And and Anakin's like, well, how do you know this? And like, she has like all the answers. She's like, well, on turn three, you're gonna have to like worry about this, this, then this. And, and Anakin's like, oh, you like the thing I like? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <gasps> yes. But they're being really. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, so like, so during the pod race, Anakin has Padme in his ear the whole time, and they're just kind of like going back and forth. Are and they? Just like are really they jibbing revving. and jabbing? They're jibbing and jabbing, giving and gabbing, just all the things. Just getting that menu shirt. He wins. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pod racing's awesome. Did Sebulba die? <clears throat> no, Sebulba is very much alive. Okay. Did His he die? Pod... Did he die in the movie? No, no. The pod just kind of tumbled, and he was all right. Um, I thought he exploded. They win freedom. They get the path. They get all the shit they need uh, to make it to the Trade Federation ship. Um, they make their way onto the Trade Federation ship, and it becomes. Uh, they are basically uh, making their way towards. Uh, the uh making their way towards like the main boss guys so the viceroy the, and stuff the viceroys yeah. so they can finally like put this to an end um uh we find uh, the basic or r2d2 communicates to them um uh some news from a previous scene that i just skipped over uh we set up the vote of no confidence right um and right before uh Basically, it's set up that uh, Queen Amidala makes th- d- decides to call for a vote of no confidence. Her platform immediately explodes, and so that leads to everyone jumping in, being like, "Clearly, we need to vote of no confidence because someone who's trying to call it out is being murdered on the Senate floor." And so oh, that's how wow. that's how Palpatine 
makes his way to power because everyone is like really feeling bad about Naboo. And so they all focus on Palpatine because he is their actual Senator. They, they straight up kill queen. They realize that queen Amidala has been murdered. And so they have like a moment in, in the trade federation ship, but they're like, queen Amidala has been killed. Like, what do we even do here? And Padme's like, or, or yeah, they, they I'm like, we, we didn't, we didn't do that. We didn't order that. No, yeah, yeah, they, we, like, they, we they, yeah. Through dialogue, like we we had no we had no part of that. That mm-hmm. wasn't part of the plan. But we realize, uh, we, but it uh, Padme uh, proves herself to actually be the the actual sure. Padme Amidala, the actual queen of. She's like that was my body double. Like that service will not be forgotten. Yeah. Um, Holy crap, dude! So that's good. Realizing that they ha- they actually have the actual Queen Amidala with them. Anakin's like, we need to get out of here. You and I need to get out of here. I was like, that they can do for them. They can fight for themselves and take care of what they need to take care of. This isn't our fight anymore. We need to get you the hell off this planet. Oh. And so they hop in a ship, and the, and it's Padme and Anakin in a small Naboo fighter having to fight like. We get to see Anakin like she's like, "Have you ever flown a pl- have you ever flown a ship before?" He's like, "It's how different is it this from pod racing? It's pod racing. <laughs> this, this is pod racing." Yeah, so they, they we get to see them like fight their way back uh, to the the uh, they fight their way back down to Naboo, and people real people like Naboo is obviously um, is mourning the loss of Queen Amidala when they realize that it was her body double and she's actually alive and well, and Padme, who's been leading, who has been contr- like helping the people of yeah. Naboo, is actually their queen. It kind of rallies the, the Naboo people to like basically uh, fighting uh, fighting yeah. back effectively <laughs> against the droid army. Yeah. Um, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan make their way to the bridge, um, and uh, they see... Uh, they start fighting against uh, the uh, Trade Federation, but there's just too many droids there, and they're kind of basically pinned down, and the Viceroys are ha, 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 ha. Uh, but then um, they get comms that there's been, like, an unauthorized landing on the pad, and... Um, and it's Luke Skywalker. It's Luke Skywalker. <laughs> um, and eventually uh, we see Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon are saved by... Um, are saved uh, by by uh, Count Dooku. Yes, they are. And he he absolutely mercs all of these droids. Saves cool the two of them. Saber. And then finally, it's just the Viceroy and his whatever guy left. Um, and then Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan are like, oh, that's amazing. Like, we need to, like, like you guys are going to have to answer for your crimes. Like, this is, like, you're we're going to have to, like, figure this out with the Senate. And Count Dooku's like, that won't be necessary. And he force lightnings. Um he force lightnings both the viceroys to death. And he's like this. Yeah. I, sh- I sh- never, never send a boy to do a man's job. Like he roasts these idiots and then <laughs> turns around. And we realize that like count Dooku is, uh, count Dooku has obviously been leading the trade federation and leading this, like this situation is like, I didn't want you guys to get caught up in this, and I figured that you guys were off on Tatooine, and this wasn't going to be a problem. But now it's a problem, and so and then we like I I think Count Dooku like has like a green saber, and he just is kind of like ugh, and we see him pull out the red saber with like the curved blade. He's like, all right, <laughs> like we try we tried it the old way. We tried it the old way. I told the council again and, and again, again, and they and will they- never listen. They're suit. They're too stuck in their ways. Like, the people are in. Yep. The Jedi Council has needed has needed fresh air for a millennia, and we have and they have refused 
They have refused to see any kind of logic. To change with the times, to, yes, to yeah. grow, to learn, to change. And so, adapt. I'm, in order for the Jedi Council to change, I am going to force them to change. Yep. And so we get a fight between all of them. Eventually, like Dooku's like kind of a little bit of a loss because there's two of them, and I think he hops into a, a, he hops into a an escape pod of some kind, sets off a uh, sets off a self destruct system on the mothership. And he's out. They got to find their way back to Naboo. Uh, the mothership explodes. All of the droids drop in Naboo. End of film. But, well, not end of film. The, the, we have the celebration in Naboo. Right. And um, we see Palpatine show up with right. some of the Jedi Council. And be sure. Like, I'm the new Chancellor. Like, like o- Obi-Wan, like, thank you for saving... Um, Our queen. For, for saving our queen and saving... And just, like, truly being an exemplary uh, Knight of the Jedi. Like, and we brought... Like, some of the Jedi Council has come along to finish your knighting ceremony. And Obi-Wan, um, <laughs> Obi-Wan is knighted, finally, and he was, and he looks at Mace Windu, who knights him, and just says, like, the, the Padawan that I so choose, correct? And Mace Windu's like, absolutely. And he's like, and he's like, I choose Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, that kid. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anakin's just like, what? Yeah, I choose Anakin Skywalker. Uh, and then that, and then Blackout. That's it. We get we get Padme and An- and Anakin get a lot of time to like yes, actually fall in to, love. Yeah, we get we get that the Jedi Council is kind of losing it, mm-hmm. and we get the rise of Palpatine. Yeah, all the things, and Dooku, and Dooku. Well, Dooku is like kind of. I think Dooku is like the should be the lightning rod for the Jedi Council is not where it needs to be. Yeah, but at the end of the day. I I just I want people to fall in love with Anakin Skywalker and Padme Amidala. I want I want them, and also it is important to me that we set up Anakin as a Luke foil, and it is really important to me that Padme is a Leia foil. Like I need her to be a, more of a badass. Yes, and I need to see more. I need to need you to stop telling me that she's a badass. By like ripping the midriff off her shirt in Attack of the Clones, yeah, I'm just, and just be a badass. Because the first movie, she didn't really. She ran around the palace and shot a couple of droids at the end, but that wasn't. So that was okay. I mean, that wasn't great. And then yeah, her midriff got ripped in the second one, and then she was just pregnant through the third. Yeah. to die. She didn't really do a ton no. of stuff. No, she was just loving Anakin, like yeah. the, like the water flowing through a river. Uh huh. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah, man. That's, Wolf. Yeah. That was, dude. And it's quick. It clips. Yes, it's it, like, it There's goes. not a lot of wasted time. We got to go. We got to do it, stuff. We also get to see stuff we want to see. Yes. Yeah. That was great, dude. Thanks. Good job. Um. Okay. My turn. All right. Adam, fix it. <laughs> uh, we have some similar things, uh, but we go. Oh, do we the, really? Oh, yeah. Because. Well, Duke, look, Dooku. Dooku is the is the guy. Yes. For, until it's until it's the emperor, Dooku's the guy. Yes. I'm gonna figure out a way to get ma- or to get Darth Maul in there somewhere. Sure. Because he's just he is really cool. Yeah. But I don't. But we'll get there. Uh, yeah, we got. We'll earn it. Yeah. Okay. So for my fix, um, I have some of the similar like thesis statements of what, kind of what we talked about earlier and what you kind of had. Like, but here's the basic stuff that I'm, I was trying to get across with my fix. Qui Gon's got to find Anakin. Dooku has to leave the order and set up the Clone Wars. Like, we have to tie directly into what happens yeah. in episode two. Uh-huh. Anakin needs to see the order. We can't just be like, oh, he's there. And then the j- council, no, it's like, no, no, he needs to be 
this is the Jedi, you know, Temple on Coruscant. This is all the cool stuff we do here. He needs, we need to see it, like almost like Willy Wonka's factory. Like we need to see yeah. the temple and see what the Jedi are up to. We need to see the the rot in the government. We actually yeah. need to see examples of it. I just told in the scroll, the uh-huh. scroll or whatever. Palpatine is, you know, needs to be shown, uh, you know, uh, manipulating things. The droid army, and I, and in my movie, Obi Wan's the main character. Oh, okay. Yeah, Obi Wan is our hero of a thousand faces. I like that because Obi Wan's and Ewan McGregor's fantastic, and like we can see it from. He's his, the best part of these movies. Full stop. He, we can have everything revolve around Obi because Obi Wan's in the center of all of it. Yeah. So like he can be our our audience touchstone. Okay. So, Act One. Uh, this is you know same. The crawl comes up is you know about peace in the Republic. It's kind of stuff we've been talking about. Yeah. Peace in the Republic for you know for you know was it a thousand generations? But tensions are high because the government can't seem to get the meet the people's needs. And yeah. basically, we can see like there's a class war brewing. Yeah. Uh, and but like we're but we're kind of we're not like this specific trade situation. It's like no no we can just tell there's the, 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 things are tense in the galaxy. Yeah. Because things aren't the people aren't all right. Um, and a few Jedi masters are sent to go to, uh, with a delegation from the Senate to help broker a peaceful outcome for a sticky situation at Naboo. Great. So, camera pans down, you know, from the crowd. I'm glad that we both like Naboo. I think Naboo's great. There's nothing wrong with Naboo. It's, if anything, we needed more of it. And not just the Gungan side of it. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so the camera pans down from the, from the crawl, right, into a Republic cruiser flying through space, and we kind of cut into the interior of the ship, and we see a young man wearing a helmet, some type of helmet thing or whatever, and a bunch of little uh, droids, you know, like the stuff that Luke used in uh, New yeah. Hope, around him. And we see McDonough's lightsaber, and then do this training of blocking all these bolts and just being awesome. And I was like, whoa, that was, that was sick. And you hear Qui-Gon off camera being like, well done, Obi-Wan. And then you see... Ewan McGregor take off the helmet. Huh. But standing next to Qui-Gon is Count Dooku. Yeah. And so now we're going to get a scene of like them congratulating uh, uh, Obi-Wan on his training and also like you're, um, you're about to be a Jedi, you're about to be a Jedi Knight. He's, yeah. he's right there at the cusp. I think, uh, I think Obi-Wan's a little bit, old, a couple years older than he was in the original version of the movie. And uh, they are all there to uh, protect the four senators that have been sent by the Senate to help broker a peace deal between uh, the Trade Federation and Naboo on some mining rights for like a, uh, on the uh, Nubian moon. Oh, this, this, okay. This is uh, this basically the issue is something we could put into a Clone Wars episode. Oh, I think I figured out what the Trade Federation actually does. Sure. What is and it, what, what they are? What they are actually are as an as a as a writ large organization. Yeah. And I think what what the concept of a blockade ma- makes sense and means. Okay. Um, I I like to think that the Trade Federation op- operates as an export and import for uh, outer rim planets mm-hmm. who don't have the ability to do it themselves. Ah. Like they are like okay. middle. They are basically like middlemen mm-hmm. for intergalactic trade. Sure. And so it's it's gotten to the point where it's like because the whole time I was like Trade Federation like blockading Naboo I was like they're perfectly like they have an ecosystem like why would they need like yeah they're like, part of the Republic yeah why, yeah, yeah like, why would they need why but why would trade from other planets be a problem I like the idea that um, the the economy is tanking because no like. Naboo is relying on being able to export a lot of their resources mm-hmm. and they no longer have the ability to do that anymore. So it's not, it's not an environment. It's not like a resource crisis. Mm-hmm. It's an economic crisis. Yeah. 
You know, yeah, yeah. I, I, similar with mine. Like, there's there's resources on the moon that they are arguing over. That makes sense. Okay, and I like the that. Jedi are sent there to protect a couple the Senate delegation to help broker a peaceful outcome sure. for this. You know, kind of a sticky wicket, but like we're Jedi and senators. But also, this we, is this is textbook. This is yeah. why you have a Senate. Yeah, we could. This is yeah, we could. This is it's just a Thursday or a, 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 a Thursday Thursday for some people in the in the orchard. Um, so, you know, we get to, through, but we're learning this through Qui-Gon and, uh, Dooku talking about, yeah. like, just general stuff, uh, you know, like, of the situation, what we're in, and the senators that they're protecting, because this is where, much like that Tales of the Jedi episode that we saw last fall, with Dooku and Qui-Gon on, on that planet, and they're like, oh, yes. this guy's an asshole. Yeah. And Qui-Gon's like, you should be, you're just there for power, you're not out there looking for the people, this is ridiculous. Yeah. We're gonna see a couple examples of that with this delegation. Also... Part of the delegation is a young Bail Organa. Oh, shit. Organa, okay. who will be showing us the opposite side of people being jerks. He's like, no, no, government can work. I'm here to help everybody. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm young. I'm like maybe barely 30. I'm not even, maybe not even yeah. 30 yet. Maybe late 20s. But like, I'm, I'm new. I'm here to help. And go Alderaan. Woo! Because I'm Bail Organa and I kick ass. So we're seeing this. And then we, so we get this, this whole situation set up. They're there. Senators are there. Trade Federation's there. Our Jedi are there. And while they're in the meeting, it's a little bit tense. And then just before, and then Queen Amidala shows up because it's, she's the leader of the planet, the local leader. Everyone's about to talk. And all of a sudden, some, like one of the servers or something like that, like a, like a Nubian, shows all of a sudden just yells something about like Nubu freedom or like, you know, some type of phrase and shoots one of the Trade Federation, uh, like viceroys or whatever. Oh, wow. Okay. Then the droids activate and start shooting uh, at people. And so the war, like a little battle breaks out in the room. Yeah. Jedi snap to, and like everyone's like freaking out. One of the senators is killed. And so uh, Dooku takes the remaining three senators, scampers off. Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon take Padme, who's also not dressed in some crazy fancy. It's not. It's oh, just, I thought the outfits were fun. Uh, no. They were at they least, were, it was at least not, a choice. They were not functional. They can be cool, but they can be like Star mm. Wars, but functional. She's I, don't know, I thought there were, I, I don't know, I, I appreciated that it, it was trying to show Nab- Naboo culture, even though that was the one of the few ways they try, at least tried. She had like glowing globes in her skirt at one point. That was yeah, kind of weird. Anyways, they bounce out, they get into a ship, and they are chased by uh, droid fighters. And we're going to like, no, now we actually get like a chase scene, uh-huh. and R2 is in this ship. Yeah. So he's not outside the ship. He's inside the ship. Okay. Because sending him outside to fix the thing, that was dumb. Yeah. He's just inside booping, bopping things like he does anywhere else. Anyways, they head off and get, you know, but they're damaged to the head. They crash on Tatooine. Obviously. But we also see the droid army land on Naboo and we actually watch them like kill people in a PG-13 manner. Like, but we actually like see the violence. Yeah. Because they kept talking about it in the movie, like people are dying. Are they? And We've it also seen... justify. It also it, it's quote unquote justified because it's retaliation. Uh huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. Meanwhile, we also didn't start this. Yeah. Uh, on the ship, though, as things are kind of going crazy, we see, the audience sees a, a black robed figure in the background, just kind of walking around a little bit, as like the, yeah, as everything's kind of going crazy, we just see somebody just walking around. And as uh, Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, and Padme zoom off the Tatooine, we hang, the, we, we stay, because you know, the ship, and we just stay in the space. And the camera backs up a little bit. We see no ship, just kind of hanging there. And then we go inside the ship, and we see the black-robed guy. 
takes the rope. I mean, we're seeing him from behind. Black rope, the hood comes down, and we see just kind of horns on his head. Righteous. And then a, a hologram pops up, and it's Palpatine. Uh, sir, they, they are headed to tattooing. Ah, okay, well, the mission's the same. Continue on. Excellent, my master. Film. Hell yeah. Okay. We don't know it's Palpatine. It is Darth Sidious, quote unquote. It is Dark Sidious, yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Okay. Or, yeah, yes, it's Dark Sidious. Um, so we've set up everything now. We know we got Dooku's out there with the senators. We know where his point of view is everything. We got Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan, their point of view of stuff. Because I, like, I get the Padawan of my Padawan. It's like, so we have a good general idea how it could. And also, Padawan can, like, much like yours, can handle herself, can quit herself well in this, yeah. we got to go. And she's like, oh, no, she can, oh, she can take care Girl of herself a little hang. bit. Yeah, she can hang. Okay, great. Okay, so uh, we head to uh, Tatooine. A lot of the same stuff happens here. But okay. here, but here's the main difference. I have Anakin is 14. Let's bump him up because Padme is 16. Let's bump him up to 15. And let's have him as, as, as yeah. Hayden Christensen. They need to be closer in age. Uh, yeah. Because it's Cause just it's ridiculous. Weird. It's just, it's creepy. Because it's weird. It doesn't feel like, are you an angel? Like the first, like, whoa. <laughs> no, please. Yeah. This doesn't feel right at all. Please stop. Sucks. Please stop. But Anakin's, the same person. He's idealistic. He wants to see the stars. He wants all the same stuff, he's, but he's not a little baby about it. Obi-Wan goes with them into the city to do the stuff. Um, but this is where also we get, we touch on the slave angle on Tatooine. As Padme is like kind of brought up to speed, like, hey, what's going on here? Because she, I mean, is aware of the outer galaxy and she knows stuff, but like, oh, there's a lot of slaves still in the galaxy and it's not great. Yeah, people don't like the slave trade, but people are are still doing it and earning a lot of money off of it. And and Qui Gon also is not, because in the movie he's just like, yeah, slaves. What are you gonna do, right? There wasn't there wasn't a little bit of an attitude because like, are you here to free me? He's like, ah, you know, not nah. Nah, 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 really, no. Nah, he's gotta get a shit. Nah, that's too much trouble. Yeah, right. not this time. It's like Qui Gon's like. Oh, that was not our main purpose, but slavery is one of the things that we are still working on trying to fix. Like he's a- he actively does not like this. Yeah. He hates that it's going on. He also kind of hates he can't really do anything about it right now. Yeah. But he wants to do. You clearly see Qui Gon. This is rubbing Qui Gon the wrong way. He wants to be able to handle the situation. Yeah. But he, the council will not let him. So the um, we also see Maul land, and the, pi- the we get to the pod racing thing again. But this time uh, we're not focused on the race. We are focused on Maul hunting Padme. So interspersed with the race, as Anakin's flying and doing stuff as a cool 15-year-old killing or beating Sebulba, we are intercutting that race with Obi-Wan and Maul, or Obi-Wan leading Padme away from Maul. Okay. And, Ob- and Obi-Wan and Maul fighting during the race. Oh, cool. So Obi-Wan's going to fight Maul for the first time. But like a pod racing, like interstitched, interstitched. With, with lightsaber fight. It's interstitched with the lightsaber yeah, fight. That's, yeah, that's not bad. Uh, Obi-Wan, it'll be a draw. Okay, and he's only using one side of the saber. Yeah. Yeah, because he's not. And we're not showing the second, not, side of the, trailer not, the second side of the saber in the trailer. Not even close. Not even can close. Can you imagine, though? Uh, yes, I can. Yes, I can. You know what it would have been akin to? Uh, Cap getting a hammer. Yeah, seeing it assemble for the first time? Yeah. Ugh. I almost cried just thinking about it. Every time I, I pop it up on YouTube sometimes, it's just like, and even when people like putting a different music in it, I, yeah. like, I tear up every time. Yeah. yeah. I saw one recently where someone put in each individual character's um, themes and laced it into the overarching Avengers theme. Yeah. But like every time in each individual character, like, it's like, this is 
so much better um, than what oh my and <laughs> I actually I had the thought and I timed something out. Also, Kimberly like walked in with me like trying to time the, the music out to this. Sure. She'd be like, "Why are you watching Captain Marvel?" And I was like, "Um, I'm just I just had a thought and I'm trying to see if it works." She's like, "What?" Um, instead of the Nirvana song when she goes into her own brain. Oh yeah. Do you know what song would have been a better choice? What song? Uh, Cranberry Zombie. Oh. Because the chorus is "What's in your head?" Yeah. Yeah. And then and then the 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 chorus comes in basically like times out like right when she like pops back in. Cool. Yeah, it's really good. Nice. It's really good. Anyways, uh, what so, are we talking about? Star Wars. Star Wars. Right. So Anakin wins the race. Uh, uh, now this is pod racing. Obi Wan. He doesn't say he's fifteen. He's too cool. Uh, Obi Wan <laughs> keeps uh, Padme away from Maul, and they get the thing. And and they also there's no midichlorians. We're keeping it vague. The Force is just like Obi Wan mentioned it in the episode yeah. four. But what we can do is if we want to be like, oh wow, Anakin's really strong in the Force. There was a trick in the EU, and I believe I mentioned this before, when um, in the Jedi uh, Academy trilogy, when uh, Kip Duran shows up. Uh, oh, yeah. Luke learns of, like, if I can just, like, if I have your, uh, your permission, I'm just going to, like, probe your mind real quick. And Luke just kind of, like, you know, looks into his brain and, like, pushes on a little with the force, like, pushes on a little, you know, wrinkle somewhere in the back and gets flung across the room. Yeah. And I was like, oh, your Kip's really strong. Holy crap. I was not expecting to get knocked off my feet and through the back wall. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Something just, cool. Because a Jedi should be able to know, like a Highlander knows another Highlander's around. They can just feel it. Yeah. So like a Jedi be like, I think, can I just, if I, uh, if I may, just kind of, whoa, and just like, okay, this kid's strong. Okay, yeah. you're coming with us. And so they go. Okay, so now, um, after tattooing, Maul calls Palpatine. I was like, she's on her way. Excellent. Uh, my, uh, my apprentice. I'll see you soon. Um, then they head to Coruscant. But here's the big difference. But a lot of the same stuff happens because we have to get to the no confidence vote. Yeah. Here's the, the bigger difference. Um, this is the first time we're seeing Senator Palpatine. Oh, okay. It's, and it's, it's shown as a reveal. Sure. Like, oh, Senator. Oh, Chris, Senator. Oh, he's from. What? Wow. Okay. Didn't see that coming. That's nuts. Qui-Gon. Dooku meet back up because everyone's safe back on court. Well, the, the surviving senators are all back, meet back up. Dooku and Qui-Gon talk about their different experiences of what the heck just happened. And, and like Qui-Gon's, we learn more about Qui-Gon being like, this shouldn't have happened. We should have never even gotten to this point. Yeah. There's clearly something wrong with the system. But then they go talk to the council and they're like, hey, we just ran into what we think of the Sith. We saw what just happened on at this peace tr- uh, meeting. Like, it all went to pot. Like, everything's going wrong out there. We need to do something. But, of course, the council is like, you know what? We're going to stay at the course. We'll look for the Sith guy. But, you know, what's more important, we just kind of stay in the here and now, protect Padme from the thing, come up with a peaceful solution to all this stuff. And they're just like, all right, guys, something's behind. There's a phantom menace out there. Credits. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad way of interjecting the title in. I mean, like... There's something going on while Qui-Gon and, uh, and Dooku were talking to the council. You know how I think that, that line gets read? I think that's like Mace Windu just being like, you want us out there, to, like, waging full war to find some kind of phantom menace. And, and yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, they're using it as, like, a derogatory term, and it's like, mm. no, there really is somebody out there yeah. Obi Wan just fought a guy. Yeah. So while they're having Obi-Wan that. Obi Wan just killed a guy. While they're talking <laughs> to the council and kind of getting stonewalled, 
Obi-Wan... I've been meaning to talk to you, Obi-Wan. <laughs> You're going to want to lay low for a while. Obi-Wan's showing Anakin around the temple. We're going to walk around the temple. Hell yeah. We're going to see a bunch of Padawans. See what the cafeteria looks like? Yes. Yeah, man. It's just, uh, everyone's just eating a bunch of giant pills. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's a bad batch reference yeah, for everybody. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, like you got rectangles and circles? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Next thing you're going to tell me, you have squares. So in this scene, as Anakin is showing uh, Obi-Wan, Anakin, Jesus, Obi-Wan is showing Anakin around, we're going to see a bunch of very young younglings like we did in episode two, right? Ah, Pew, pew, pew. And in this scene, we're going to see like a six-year-old-ish Ahsoka. Oh, shit. And we're also going to see a couple other young kids that are going to show up later on. Like, hell, I mean, if uh, Cal could be in there. If yeah. Cal's about the right age, or maybe he's a little younger. But like, couple, we're gonna we're gonna see a couple kids that can show. Because remember, this is a unified this is a unified theory of everything. So yeah. like, we're gonna see a couple kids. We're definitely oh, seeing but also, the child Ahsoka here. But also, maybe we see uh, Anakin be really good with the kids. So when Anakin shows up to kill the younglings, it's like actually a really big portrayal of who he is as a human being. Oh, I'm not having Anakin kill the kids when we get to Episode Three. But we want to buy the younglings. They gots to go. <laughs> but so the scene goes on, and I'm keeping the younglings slain. I'm keeping. Oh, they're not the kids aren't getting killed yeah. in mine. Sorry, sorry about that. Yeah. We're not killing kids. Uh, <laughs> I've drawn a hard line. Because here's, and I'm going to show you why. This is we're, walk, we're, we're in the scene, and this is when Obi Wan and Anakin are talking about the Jedi code, and. What what how this normally works is that the Jedi, yeah. you know, people f- who live in Republic on, on Republic worlds, like if uh, their child is, is suspected to be force sensitive, they, they contact the Jedi. The Jedi go out and test them, and, they, and if they are found to be force sensitive, they, with the parents' permission, like take the kids to the temple to train them to be Jedi. And Anakin's like, well, well whatever, what happens to the parents? Like the parents are fine; they're, they're, they live their lives. Like, well, do the kids ever go back? No, we just we're here, you know, protecting the galaxy, doing all this stuff, and. Anakin's like, remember, he's like 15, so like he's got opinions about and stuff. He's just like, uh, this is a lot like slavery. Oh, okay. What do you? And I'll be like, well, these kids can go home at any time. Like we're not, we're not keeping them against their will. But Anakin's like, like when he's hearing about the code and stuff, he's like, this yeah. something seriously. What? What about you know? And so when uh, eventually. Uh, when Anakin goes to talk to the council to test him, they're also like, man, this kid's crazy powerful. This kid, this teenager's crazy powerful. Yeah, he's but too like, old now. He's too old. And they like, because you know, he passes all the tests, he's like, he blows through the test. He's like, S-ranking. Like, oh my God, you're, you're amazing. But like, oh, you're just like, but I sense fear in you. It's like, you, you are fear about losing your mother. He's like, I'm, I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, what kid wouldn't fear yeah, losing their mom? I don't think that's unreasonable. Yeah. Exactly. He's old enough to talk back now. Like, I don't see what that's, why that's a problem. Like, yeah, I, I fear losing my mom, but that doesn't mean I don't want to help people. Yeah. Like, you guys seem to be, like, you know, out there helping. Like, like Just because I'm afraid doesn't mean I'm a bad person. Yes. That's exactly what he says. Yoda does the line. He, he's just going to say that line, you know, fear leads to hate, hate leads to fear, blah, blah, you know, and fear leads to suffering. But, but like, I think there's another side to it. It's like, like there's no, there is no courage without fear. This is what Anakin says. Yeah. Because he's old enough to like, well, wait a second. Like, you're, I mean, sure, but at the same time, yeah, I can overcome that. I want to, I want to help. I want to go around the galaxy and, like, you know, do right. You guys, yeah. you know, the, the famous Jedi who protect and save people. Yeah. I, yeah, I would love to, to help out. Absolutely. Even though he's super afraid. Like, okay, but, but no, NBD. But they're like, you know what? We're not going to 
touch this right now. We're gonna we'll, we'll debate about it. Meanwhile, Amidala is dealing with Palpatine. The same basic stuff happens of like, hey, and again, we're gonna see some of that rot in the Republic of like, mm-hmm. hey, there are senators out there that just don't care. They're yeah. here for power. They're not going to. And Palpatine can set this up because Palpatine has a point. He's going to prove it again. Yeah. So they go to the Senate floor, and Amidala's like, hey, Naboo is under attack. My people are dying. And then Bail Organa comes out. It's like, we were, we were attacked by the Trade Federation. And then Bail Organa comes out. I was like, I was a part of the peace negotiations. And, like, they, that is true. People on Naboo are dying. But at the same time, like, a Nubian shot first. Yeah. And they did. So, like, Bail is not lying. Yeah. But he is accidentally playing a part of the game. But like, are, like you know, but... Uh, now, like, we, yeah, you guys shot first. Like, we're arguing in the Senate, like, what a reasonable response is. Yes. But this is not completely unwarranted. Yes. Yeah. Like, do I think that they're, they've overextended Absolutely. their response? Mm-hmm. Of course. But mm-hmm. that's, mm-hmm. you know, now we've gotten to the nitty gritty of, yep. of Republic mm-hmm. and how it doesn't. Uh-huh. And everything grinds to a halt. And she's like, you're not there. You don't know what's. People c- are dying. Hell, they can even show footage. Yeah. Remember they showed footage in what, uh, 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 with Bad Batch. I think there was a footage. Oh, yeah, of Camino. They showed yeah. footage of Camino being sh- you know, blown up. And like, look, what happened to Camino? And they're like, yeah, we're going to do right? I mean, eh. They, sh- they can show people you know, suffering and dying on Naboo. And they're just like, well, maybe. But you got the Trade Federation's like, no, this is, this is fake. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, you guys you know, attacked us. Blah, blah, blah. And Valorum's like, it, truly now, like, we the only way to get to this to move the bureaucracy forward is we have to do a whole delegation of like a fact finding mission and figure stuff out and i was like we people are dying right now we do yeah. not have time and then finally amadala agrees with palpatine's like yeah okay we, let's do it so then palpatine calls for a vote of no confidence because queen amadala it's not a part it's not a senator no. she can't She's she can't senator. do that well and <laughs> that's a senator why, could and that's why can't. it was always confusing that palpatine was the senator from naboo because i was like well then who is queen amadala how does that work yes so palpatine calls for a vote of no confidence they'll figure it out bail organa is like put put his, or his name gets thrown out or whatever but so everyone's like well we can't stay here she's going back to save everybody in the on naboo um, and because Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan are, and um, Dooku are just like, we need to be helping these people. Yeah. And the council's like, no, no, we're not there to fight a war, but you can't protect Padme. She's a head of state, and we, you yeah. can do that, but you can't fight a war. And so Qui- and the, Dooku's like about to go with them, and they're like, no, no, we have a different mission for you. We need you to do something else. This is just Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. Um, okay. So everyone heads back to, to Naboo. Act three now is mostly the same, but here's the main difference. Um, there are no Gungans. We don't need them. There's no four-way battle. It's just a three-way battle. Yeah. The first step in that battle is freeing out the resistance yes. on the planet. And so we see the Jedi with Anakin and Padme free a bunch of resistance so they can get back in the city. And now right, I was like, oh, we got to get all the tanks off the street and stuff like that. It's like, no, no, we're, we're inside most of the time. We're sneaking around. We don't, yeah. you guys just do it, you know, some uh, uh, attacks from outside the city, just kind of like uh, uh, slash and burn stuff. Yeah. It's attack and run. Get out of there. Just draw their attention away. We're going to attack the palace. And also, we got to take out the control ship, which is now they're like a part of like multiple ships. It's not just one. Yeah. It, there's a couple there. So they go, they get the people out of the the, um, the resistance camp or the, the camp that they were held at. They get them back. They go to the uh, the f- flight deck. They get everyone to the ships. Darth Maul shows up, and then we see. Ba-ba! Escape with both blades come out 
<laughs> That's the sound effects. So the, the Jedi ignited light of April. Snap, snap, hiss, hiss. hiss. Yeah. Snap, hiss, <laughs> snap, hiss. <laughs> so they're fighting Anakin jumps into a ship to stay out of the way but he's 15 he's like wait a second and R2's of course can be with him he's like wait a second I can actually boop this is not like I don't know what's going on anymore no 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 he's 15 let's go hunt some rabbit woo yes yeah man active choice I'm gonna go boop and he goes off to help the fighters Anakin being 15, he knows what he's doing. He's like, oh, this actually, I, I got this. Like, this is, oh, this is, this is pretty much just like pod racing. Hang on, R2. And just like more confidence. You can see him getting better and better as he's flying. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't think this, this ship, he can figure it out. Like, oh, the core is probably in the, oh, that's just like the canyon I flew through the, earlier in the movie. Hang on, R2. Flies in, does the cool stuff. And yeah. just like, and just does a trench run. Because he, he, we saw him do it earlier in the movie. Yeah. Set up. Pay off. This time Hell yeah. Blasters. He blows up the ship. He's like, yeah, it was awesome. Get out, it's out of here, R2. Woo! No, this is cool, blah, blah, blah. No, he's a competent 15-year-old pilot. He's very good at this. Yeah. He blows up the ship. Everyone's amazed. The fight happens. Uh, Padme, of course, gets the... Does, she can do the bait and switch again. Gets to the Viceroy's. That whole that, yeah. that whole thing can happen again. I like the I like the idea, and it, this is clearly in, coming in your fix, but I want to put it in mine, that R2-D2 starts as Padme's droid. But R two D two like R two D two really likes Anakin, and as much as as much as like when someone's dog really likes you, they have a way of like liking you more. Yeah, like she been like, well, R two used to be my droid, and he's like, it's mine now. <laughs> like we're buddies. <laughs> She's like, all right. Yeah, all right, you can stay. Yeah, it's like part of their little love story. So now focusing on Obi Wan, uh, Qui Gon, and Maul fighting. So. A lot of the same stuff can happen, but this time all of them get to that final little pit room together. Yeah. Obi-Wan doesn't get knocked away. Sure. Um, he, he can get knocked away, but he can use force speed to get back up there in time before the ray shield closes. So all three of them are in the room at the same time. So it's still a, a two-on-one in the room. Okay. At, so, at a certain point, Maul's able to separate them, and he's about to, he overpowers Obi-Wan, and he's about to kill him until Qui-Gon kind of jumps in the way, pushes Obi-Wan, force pushes Obi-Wan past the ray shield, as it's just about to close. And in doing so, he gets injured. He's a little, you know, tap in the side or something like that. Okay. So, Obi-Wan or? Oh, I'm sorry. Obi-Wan gets pushed back. Qui-Gon gets tapped in the side. So he's injured. Now injured, they Maul and Qui-Gon fight again. But because he's injured, he just eventually gets overpowered. And Maul kills him. While Obi-Wan's trapped behind the ray shield. That Qui-Gon pushed him past to save him. Yes. So now Obi-Wan comes through full of rage and anger. And like, I'm super bad and not, badass and awesome. And boop, 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 and can also just force pull uh, Qui Gon's hilt when Maul isn't looking to kill him. Wait, oh, he doesn't kill him. He cuts off his leg, just a single leg, and knocks him down the pit. Okay. Okay. Oh no, Qui Gon, you're dying. Oh no, so so you gotta make sure the council trains Anakin. There's no prop. By the way, there's no prophecy. No one's talking. He's just a powerful kid. Figure that. Just figure that stuff out. Um, Something can be important without being a prophecy. Yes. I for like forgot that they set up that Anakin doesn't have a dad. Anakin can have a dad. He's like Pat- the Force is his dad. That's so so stupid. It's so if that stu- if that was really important, if that was really truly an important thing, it would have been. It should have been. And way- I was like, this is what you bring back up in in the sequels. Uh, yeah, yeah. That like they should have done way more with it if that was, was more like, actually bro. important. Yeah, no, it's not yeah. it. It's not it. Uh, he's not a child of destiny. No. Um. So, uh, Maul's defeated. Naboo's saved. 
everyone's Anakin and Padme are like, well, you saved the planet. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Everyone's happy. The, the uh, Senator Palpatine shows back up. The uh, council's there. Obi-Wan gets uh, his knighthood. Yeah. Everything's great. They burn Qui-Gon's body. But we're not done yet. Because the time we saved for the Gungans fighting, or not fighting in this movie, we're going to go back to Coruscant. Okay. And uh, we're going to do episode five of Tales of the Jedi in live action. Oh. Or do all the all the Dooku stuff. Yeah. With Yaddle? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Qui-Gon comes back, finds out Qui-Gon was killed. And we, may, we meet Yaddle earlier in the council scenes. Okay. And so we can see Dooku and Yaddle like... Have, you know, they know each other. They yeah. are they are co- work colleagues. They they hold each other in higher est- esteem. Yeah, they have a difference of opinion, but like they're both like friendly with each other. Yeah, and so Yaddle is there to try to comfort Dooku, and he's just like, shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't have happened. He was my Padawan. He was one of the good ones. Yeah, I told you. I've told you over and over again. This you is and the Jedi council? oversight, like you, textbook. This is textbook. He, w- he got killed by something that he was here trying to warn you about, and you didn't listen you to didn't, him. You didn't listen to him. You didn't listen to me. It's the last straw. How many times? Yeah. I have to tell you guys. So, yeah, and, but, you know, of course, the, the, in that coded language. But Yaddle's like, something's wrong. Something's wrong yeah. with Dooku. Dooku goes off. and so. But as Dooku leaves the temple, we cut over to Palpatine, just chilling in a place. Okay. And all of a sudden, one-legged Maul walks up. I was like, Master. I'm sorry, I was defeated, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, just kind of, like, repents and, like, I'm really sorry. And does and Duke is like, or, I'm sorry, uh, Palpatine's like, you did exactly what I needed you to do. I don't need you anymore. And Maul's like, because he's, like, on my crutch. What? Uh, tries to take out his, you know, saber staff. It doesn't work because he just takes it from him and cuts his other leg off and just throws him out a window. Just gets rid of him. Now, Maul's not dead, but he doesn't have any legs. And he was just tossed out like the trash. Me, you ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Maul. <laughs> so right after Maul gets tossed out the window and Palpatine, like, just kind of brushes himself off a little bit, but like, oh, crap. Because this is the first time really, like, seeing, like, Sidious. Yeah. Palpatine and Sidious being the same thing. Just after we see that, Dooku walks in. And this is the, re- this is the reveal of Dooku was working with Palpatine the whole time. Yeah. And we hear language, and maybe this is slightly different than what Filoni wrote, of us, like, they failed the test. This should have never happened. Or Dooku's finally like, I'm ready. Like, I, I understand your offer now. And yes. I think I'm we ready knew, to accept it. We knew we, this shouldn't have happened, but we knew this, this is unfortunate that they were going to go down this path. The Jedi are just too set in their ways. They could have, this whole thing could have been avoided. But yeah, you were right. And the, we, need to ch- we, we need to change. Yaddle shows up, tries to get through, to do, through to Dooku. It doesn't work. It's that fight. It's, Try to get through Ku. Yeah. Dooku kills her. It's really, it's really sad. And then Dooku turns to, uh, Palp- to Palpatine. He's like, well, you know what you need to do next? He's like, yeah, I'm off to Camino to, to get us a, to get us an army. And that, so that sets up episode two. Yeah. We got, uh, we got the bad guy yeah. for two. We got the clone army. Yeah. It's actually uh, clear what happens in clone wars. It's actually clear what happens. Yep. We're not just like talking about a character the whole time, and that we don't meet until the third act. Right? Yep. It's a stupid little motorcycle. Boom, boom. Yeah, it looks so stupid. Hang on. Count Dooku could have been so much cooler. He should have been so, so cool. much cooler. Because he's got a. Because right. Dooku's not wrong. He's right. He has a point about all the things. Yeah. And they didn't get to it until what? Fifteen years after the yep. last movie was in a made? cartoon. In a cartoon that only lasted. 
I think a total it was of 20 minutes. Yeah, maybe it was like 20 minutes, 20, 30 minutes. How total dare you between the three of them? How dare you? How dare you? How I didn't fully understand the Clone Wars until so much later. Yeah. And they have. Yeah. And that's after them doing a major motion picture about it. I still didn't understand it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, indeed. Well, I think we fixed it. We man. did fix it. This is our longest episode to date. It, it, yes, it is. <laughs> I had a feeling it was going to be. Because <laughs> here's the thing, guys. When we eventually get to episode two, our jumping off points are going to be the same. The same. We're going to be going from what we set up here. Yeah. So we're, we are doing the full trilogy off of these stories we just did. Yep. So. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. Well, I think we did it, my man. We did do it. Whew. It's getting hot in here. Let's it is. It is. Get, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's getting hot. What's well, up? thank you guys so much for listening. We love making this show. 50 episodes. That's incredible. We did a good That's job. That's so nuts. Yeah. Um, if you're listening to this wherever you catch uh, your podcasts, uh, if you wouldn't mind leaving us a quick review, maybe leaving us five stars. Uh, I love reading the little reviews. They make me so happy. I guess someone's offering us uh, Disney World tickets in there somewhere. What? Uh, send us a DM on Discord. We'd wow. love to. I want to go to Disney World. You don't, but I do. Um, you're gonna go, uh, and you're I? and you're gonna yes, yes. You've never been. It's Disney time to World? go. Yeah, yeah, in Florida. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been to all three, all three of this. The things. yeah, well, you're gonna go. Magic you're Kingdom, gonna have a lovely time. And you're gonna Epcot. take Amanda, and she's gonna be so thrilled. I should, would she be thrilled? Yes. Let's go to Avengers, Avengerland, and it'll be fine. That's in California, dude. God damn it. Oh, we can go to California. No, we'll go to California. Go to California. We'll go to Cal- I want to go to the Avengerland. Ugh. All right. All right. Avengerland. Also, if you're watching this on YouTube, you know what to do. Like, subscribe, hit that bell. Do that YouTube that you do so well. Guacamole's Extra, you podcast listening weirdos. Yeah. Uh, we love making the show. Thank you guys so much for 50 episodes. Mm-hmm. Here's to 50 more. Yeah. Um, we will see you guys next week. And as we end every episode, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. It's the... That you don't see, you hear it, but you don't see it coming. <laughs> you don't see it until it's sticking out your chest. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 so mad. Oh, oh, <laughs> All right. Oh, oh. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. All right, let's podcast. Let's podcast. One, two, three, and four. Great. I got my notes, and we're all, and I already practiced, so we're all good. Awesome.